everybody. Welcome to this week's Rooster Teeth podcast. Brought to you by Audible, Me Undies, and Warby Parker. My favorite of the Parkers. Maybe next to Peter Parker. Might be my favorite. <laughs> I'm Bertie Burns. I'm Chris. I'm Gavin. I'm Ashley. And, and Gus, Gus is absent this week. So Gus went to Australia for, what, two weeks? All right, let's talk about this. <laughs> to, uh, why, why did Gus go to Australia? What was the point of that? You mean theoretically? My understanding is that... We know what he said. He wants to scout locations or something. What? Or check the venue for the next... RTX. Well, here's I'm kind of confused. I thought the venue's not done yet. I thought the venue because it's it's in the brand new convention center in Sydney in um Kings King in Kings Wharf, like right there or Darling Harbor. We hadn't announced it yet, but okay, good. What? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. To That's me. what I'm gonna do oh every time I talk about RTX Sydney. I mention who's going. Like I mentioned, I announced you. I didn't realize that. Yeah. You I announced? I announced you by accident without not knowing. I said Ashley was going to be going to what? Let me ask you this. Sydney with me. Why are you so bad at your job? They just tell me, hey, will you tweet about RTX? They don't tell me. Then as soon as I put the tweet out, they're like, oh, you, you fucked this up and you fucked that up. I'm like, well, give me, give me the tweet and then I'll just rewrite it, you know? Well, it's hard to, though, when you know, like, all the, like, everyone internal knows stuff and it just gets really easy when you're having a conversation with people. It seems like everyone knows and you forget what's the part that we know that other people don't know. And then we you know? do live content like this, live. Right. And Chris, then, I think you've worked with me, all me long enough. I went through a phase where I said that people could not say to me anymore the phrase, don't you remember we talked about this? I'm like, if it's not in the email, it doesn't fucking exist. Because <laughs> yeah. people would do that all the time. It's like, oh, we're, we're shooting this thing downtown you're supposed to be here it's like what? nobody told me i'm supposed to be there I have no record i'm supposed to be there and like well don't you remember we, we talked, talked about, about it yeah, yeah we talked about it and it was on monday and you were like oh i don't want to go downtown on wednesday i'm like what the <laughs> fuck is that it's like a two-second conversation it's like that's not the way you run a production or something similar like that so we went through a phase where people were not allowed to say don't you remember we talked about this i remember yeah. you you guys really liked it when we started using call sheets mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very excited about it it's taken me a long time to figure out how to read a call sheet they're very complex all right somebody explain what a call sheet is actually go <laughs> okay a call sheet is a thing that the people who are working on movies like the organizational people send out to say you turn up at this time at this place and you turn up at this time in this place and here's where the nearest hospital is just in case you understand right. uh and well, you get it like at like eight o'clock the night before and it's like says it, you need to be here at eight o'clock a.m. at this place and be ready to go to set by nine, which really isn't your responsibility. You just have to show up at the time. I've been the recipient of maybe five hundred call sheets in my life, and my reaction is always the same. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. You see a shitty call time, and you get miserable because that's the thing that tells you you're going to be up at five in the morning yeah. sometimes, and you're going to be call going. times at seven, and it's two hours away. Yep. Well, you've had some weird things like in. The U.S., when you're on a production, if it's a union production, then they have turnaround times where if you're done at 11, you can't start till, and I don't know off the top of my head, but we wouldn't be able to start till like 1 o'clock the next day because we mm-hmm. stopped at 11 p.m. So you start early in the week on, a, on the Monday or whatever your first day of shooting for the week is, and then slowly over the course of the week, you get later and later and later start time because you run late at night, and then by the end of it, you're shooting at night. Like you come to set at 11 p.m. and you're done at 7 and then it kind of resets over the course of the weekend. Or you yeah. had like what you did with Laser Team because so much of it was shot at night where you're pushing it, pushing it, pushing it further and further and further at night until you're like, well, we start in the morning now, so everyone have the day off. Yeah. And that was the time that we would see you. Yeah, well, the his thing though, there were times in the UK when you were working on commercials, there were times, Gavin, you shot for like 36 hours straight, right? 
Yeah, it wasn't that long. It was like 26. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, I remember my call time was 8 a.m. And I shot around 9 a.m. the following morning. Wow. And I just sat around for a day with my thumb in my ass waiting to do the slow-mo shot. How, I mean, did you get paid a lot for having your thumb in your ass that long? Yeah. After 10 hours plus lunch, so 11 hours, you get time and a half. And after midnight, it was triple time. So, so you get like a full day's wage at triple time. You can, and it's, it's great because you can see everyone getting all like grumbly that they're still at work and it's like 9 p.m. They're like, oh God. But as soon as it goes over midnight, everyone's like, ah, I need some <laughs> now. Yeah. I'm just hanging out And for immediately a while. people go and take a dump because you get paid a lot for those dumps after midnight. So everyone's just holding it? Well, I mean, <laughs> no, it's just like, it's like a fun thing to be able to say. It's like, just took a shit, made uh, 90 pounds. It was great. When you were making an hourly wage, before you got any kind of salaried position or anything, what's the highest hourly rate that you ever got? I think the highest I ever earned was, I think I got seven bucks an hour. I was the highest paid on my section for eight bucks. I got eight bucks an hour. Got eight bucks an hour. I worked my way from three pounds ninety three to six pounds fifty an hour. Let's see. I I started at like two fifty because I was working in a restaurant. Yeah. And then I think I went up to four twenty five. My next job, that was I think the one where I was selling swords, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. how much? How much you make? Oh, like you know, four twenty five. Four twenty five an hour. Yeah. And you were selling swords. Hell yeah. Is that a metaphor? No. Oh. I, was sold, <laughs> I sold actual. Well, I mean, it's a metaphor in that they were like shitty ass swords. Do you, do you know about swords now? Like you're like, well, that's a scimitar. That, I can know. be like, I can be like, this is the Hercules sword. <laughs> this is the Xena sword, and this one is from. What? Lord I never Lawrence. heard of this job. What's oh, this yeah. job you do? It was like a kiosk in a food court in a mall. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they sell cell phone cases there now. Who cell phone cases and a sword? swords. Absolutely nobody. <laughs> That's why she I only made four. It didn't hours. it didn't last that long. I bet. Well, Ashley's first job, I love her first job. She worked Ashley, can I tell you where people where you're from? You may. She's from rural Utah, basically. She's like she would drive 40 <laughs> minutes to get to school every day over like at the top of a mountain. This is not a joke. She this mountain pass she okay, had to take. I had I had two choices. I could take the canyon or I could take the pass. Those, and like and those one of her classmates, like at least once a year, drove off the pass and no. like it crashed and died. Well, I don't well, know. they didn't there. always die. Just sometimes. Usually, I mean, usually they. But it was die. just a thing. It's like yeah, they fell off the pass. Yeah, it was like, it was like it was Oregon like, Trail like, oh. for her to go to work every day. <laughs> you just go, oh, oh, that turn. Oh yeah, okay. And like suddenly it all makes sense. Yeah, but unfortunately she worked- that road's very safe now, and I feel like a pussy driving on it. What's that? Like they've they've widened it now. There's all these really hardcore guardrails, and whenever I drive it, I'm like guardrails. Yeah, yeah, yeah they like have a, stripes in the middle of the road I'm and like, everything. I'm like, how pussies. <laughs> there's lights on it at night. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but her first job she had, she worked in a mine themed restaurant, like a mine cart themed restaurant, and she was the dessert girl. What was the name of the place? Um, it was the Oaks. It was like a riverside restaurant in the canyon. Like the only part that was wide enough to have both a road and a restaurant. And uh, yeah, I got it was a dessert girl. So I dished out ice cream, ate ice cream, dished out cake, ate cake, and then just like that's snuck a, a bunch of other food. I that's a cush gig, even for two fifty an hour. And every it was often, real sweet. A car I was not would complaining. Come careening off the road and smash through the restaurant. Did that happen? Sometimes? No, no, no. That was uh, you're thinking of the past. This was the canyon. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Sorry. They people have to go through the canyon when the pass is closed, which is yeah. They did close the times. pass, and then you'd be like, Ugh, it's gonna add fifteen minutes to my commute to school. There's a weird thing though when you commute. Like if you drove forty minutes in a car, you're like, this is a really long time. But if you drive that forty minutes every day, it just gets to be no big deal. Like it's just part of your routine. What's the longest yeah. commute you ever had? Man, I grew up in Houston. I I think I drove 
30 to 40 minutes to go to my high school job at Town and Country Mall in Houston, Texas. I worked at a... Uh, Wait, was this mall like named after the magazine? No, but I think Town and Country was just an expression. It's really sad, too. It's like the first mall I ever saw that like completely emptied out. Like at four years after I worked there, it was just like clear. It was like a ghost town, you know. It was like really kind of creepy and weird. Uh, but I went. I worked at a, a <clears throat> company called Houston Trunk Factory, which is now called Bag and Baggage. And I well, sold, that makes a lot more sense. I sold luggage, uh, and uh, I drove for about forty minutes of that job. Yeah. Were you a good luggage salesman? I was pretty good, but it's like one of those. There's some jobs you can get where it kind of changes your opinion of something. Like I had a buddy who sold pens. He worked at a pen store. <laughs> so for the rest of his life, he has to buy these really freaking expensive pens because he knows all about pens. And it's like, oh, that's a shit pen. He just can't lower himself to do it. So now when I buy luggage, I like my my carry-on bag that I carry is a $300 bag. I could probably get the same bag for 100 bucks. But I just I know that brand really well, and it's great. Man, I could sell What's the, the shit out well, of some me. pens. I'm like, this is our finest bick. You'll notice the ballpoint on the end is already covered in ink. You don't have that? You never had that when you went to work somewhere and it's like you got involved with that thing so much that you never thought you'd be spending money on this stuff and suddenly you're spending money on this thing? You never had a job like that? Well, I, I only buy the finest of swords. That's true. <laughs> That's true, right? Like, now you can, like, go buy swords. I only watch the finest YouTube videos <laughs> on the internet. What did, Chris, did you have any jobs before? Yeah, I, well, I, I in high school, I was, uh, worked at Marble Slab Ice Cream. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. That was, like, my first job. Um, did you sneak then, any little tastes? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. We, we'd always come up with weird stuff to eat. You know, like, see how many flavors you can mix? Or I was going to say, weird stuff. You're in an ice cream shop. to eat ice cream. <laughs> yeah, you mix it all. Or it's like, you know, like we had this thing at Blaster, you could put, like, gummy bears in it, and it'd freeze it, like, negative, like, 10 or 20 degrees, and you throw them against the wall, and then they'd shatter, like, glass, like Terminator I, style. No, that I didn't sounds know that. I'm awesome. doing that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's like the first time you learn that if you put a marshmallow in the microwave, it, like, just it explodes. expands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I worked in fruit and veg. I never once ate any fruit or veg while I worked there. Even though there was wastage, like, so at the end of the day, you'd have to like write off all the crap that didn't sell was out of date, bung it in the, you have to scan it and throw it away. Once a guy scanned a, a load of grapes to say it was wastage, ate one, threw it away, got fired for eating it. <gasps> what? Yep. You got fired for a year? For eating no, it? No, you got fired for eating it. Oh, really? For eating the grape. A grape. Yeah. Can't eat the wastage. And they would just throw it away. In France, they have a rule where they have to donate all their waste, all their- uh, That's pretty new though. Like- Old food. If it was yeah, all, the, all grocery stores have to donate them to homeless shelters, don't they? In France, I yeah. believe. No, nah, we threw ours in a bin. Yeah. See, we do the same thing in America, it just goes away. All that, all that food that nobody buys. It's like, and a lot of it is just like, it's only being written off because it's past the date on the, on the packet. It's not bad yet. It's fine. Yeah. It sucks. The sell-by date. Yeah. I don't ever worry about stuff like that. I eat anything. I just look for mold. I, I, <laughs> no, no, to me, it's a mental thing. When I see it's past that date, I'm like, well, I don't know. It's a risk. I like the ones that say Best Buy, and I'm like, so you're saying it's Best Buy this date, but still probably okay? Yeah. Of All course, that's, how, like that's that. how things end up in the fridge for like two years. I, I once found a, a bottle of ketchup that was expired by two years. Yeah, I, got, <laughs> I don't I even a, know how long ketchup takes to expire. At least a year, probably. I, don't you have those cans of food that like go through like two Places with you where you move twice. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you find I've a never look at you like, oh, this is like from 2013. I did that one. It's like one time I bought sugar cane. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Like, like sugar cane? <laughs> Not just sugar? No sugar cane. Aren't those the ones? Don't you have to like squeeze? I didn't the know. Sugar I was like, I was at the grocery store. Process? I was like, sugar cane? Huh? 
I'm well, gonna I buy this. This <laughs> this will come in handy eventually. So I bought it, and then it's like I was like, oh, I'll eat this next time I want something sweet, or if I need to make a book in <laughs> Minecraft, <laughs> and then, <laughs> I could do that. And then like you know, like two years later, I was moving. I was like, why do I have sugar cane? I was like, oh, I've never had sugar cane. I'll take it to the next place. <laughs> Just in case, you never know when the urge for sugar canes gonna hit. I would actually subscribe to a service where if I paid like twenty bucks a year. One time, someone would just come and take everything from my fridge while I was at work. Oh, just, just so I had hire hire, hire Bernie. Me. <laughs> I'll yeah, come but... home sometimes and open the fridge to get a snack, and there is literally nothing in it because yeah. he's decided to just go through a and purge. have a have a purge. I do the same thing with my clothes. That's when I start chewing on his arm. Did I ever tell you, Chris, the time where I found some instant noodles, like cool pot noodle, in the UK? And uh, they expire. I think around the time they're expiring, like three years after when you bought them. Mm-hmm. And I found this pot pot noodles and it was like nine years expired i think it expired <laughs> in like the year 2000 Wait, or something. Where, where at just at your in house? my house yeah it was like in my bedroom i think i was keeping it because it was so old and uh i just took it back to the store and put it on the shelf with all the other <laughs> were you just trying to make someone's life a little more yeah, I was surreal really confuse someone they'd be like all right do it, do it. what is this <laughs> they don't look like this anymore it was like probably a decade since it'd been in the store and i just put it back right with all Jesus the other ones <laughs> what if what if what if someone ate it and died i don't know it was funny enough to do it Probably wouldn't do it now at my current age. See, I hate that because I got one time I went to the bank and got some money and I got like $180. But the $100 bill they gave me was a super old one. It was expired. But it was, no, it had the old, like, it doesn't look like that anymore. I had that experience with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can't get rid of this. I don't know why I have that. And I carry that. I've, <laughs> I've been carrying the $100 bill for like three years now. And it's like, I can't spend it. I'm busy wasting $100. Well, it's better than sugar cane. It is a little bit better than sugar cane. That'll buy a lot of sugar cane. But it's crazy. Just so are you, are you keeping it for a conversation piece? I don't know. Well, I guess I'm talking about it now. But I mean, no, I wasn't fine. doing that. I always keep foreign money just in case. I have it know. on me now, I'm sure. Yeah, here it is. I carry it with me wherever I go. So, sissy, that's the old school hundred. <laughs> look at that thing. See, looks the like thing it's is, though, that looks right to me. What does $100 look like now? It has now? Like the, big, the big bold 100. Yeah, it has the big... Big Benjamin Franklin's but big I remember, fucking there was, independent there was, face. There was an right older one, face. though. I remember being a young yeah, guy. Give me back seems, my money. That Are you saying like, that one? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like there used to be one that was even different than that. The hundred was smaller. Now they're all like. colorful and everything, too. It's just, it's unacceptable. I think Too American money's not very exciting. What's that? The the colors on like the new uh, like American bills that they've put out, they just look like someone dipped a green dollar bill in Kool-Aid and went, yeah, that's good enough. What do you like, want? They get from really. Cash? I like what the really cool What's stuff. Wrong with you? Yeah, money? fuck yeah! I want the plastic stuff. You want that shitty like Australian money? Yeah, I do. You know, it's different sizes, so blind people know what denominations they have. Well, in America, you have somebody who tells you. <laughs> it's like you're holding a you're holding a five. <laughs> you're yeah, give, so, give it, give me, give me up, give it up. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the same way, but for some reason, the English fifty pound note which is now garbage and worth nothing, is way oh. too big for any wallet. Like, it, it always folds over the top. Is that's that the highest just, denomination? Yeah. Yeah, I've that's ne- just never so really that it carried peeks out and everyone can see it and go, oh, yeah, I'm they're actually, be impressed. They're actually really rare. They're like, this way more rare than a $100 bill. India just uh, discontinued See, look at, look at all that lovely Australian money. It's so bright and colorful and it's got windows and shit and it the, can go through the laundry no problem because it's plastic. The true. new one they announced... Has that little window? Instead of that, it's got a clear section, like it goes top to bottom. The window, so it's like almost like a clear stripe that runs through about two thirds. So of it's the way wearing down. a midriff. It's more, yeah. It's like a bare midriff. Let's let's do a future prediction. What will be the date that the last piece of U.S. currency is printed? Oh Jesus! In cash form. What? Oh, would 
So is this is this assuming a Trump re-election? Is this <laughs> what is the uh, what's our scenario here? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I think it's going to take at least a hundred years. I From think now? what will cause I it? Say so. I mean, I know that we're moving more and more towards credit. Like I rarely carry cash, but I still feel there's a need for it to exist. All right, I'm already catching shit for carrying a $100 bill. I pointed out the fact that I was carrying a $100 bill for a very stupid reason. Now, people are upset with me because I had a $100 bill. We well, do, $100 do the uh, appropriate thing and just tear it up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no way. The joke's not $100 funny. All right, stop buzzing me. I get Wait, it. well, why are people annoyed by that? Just because it's a, a high denomination to have in your wallet? I guess so, yeah. Well, 100 is the highest denomination of currency in the U.S. I always thought there were bigger ones. But they, they just that's don't car, exist. Like well, it would, like heist movies dollars. would be a lot less exciting if you could have bigger than $100 bills. Why would it be less exciting? Because you just like pick up a tiny little stack like this and you're like, all right, $100,000, let's go. As opposed to like, <laughs> well, you know when they, in those heist movies when they're grabbing those gold bricks, you know, and they're stacking them up in the back of a truck or whatever? Yeah. Like, ah, we're stealing all the gold bricks. Each one of those gold bricks, I priced it like 10 years ago, each one of those gold bricks is worth about $130,000. And now they're probably worth a quarter of a million each based on the price of gold and how it's gone up. So what you're saying is we need to go steal a bunch of gold bars. It's just one of those things. It's like when you see them do it in a movie, it's like it's a shitload of money. But is a million dollars in cash heavier than gold? Is a million dollars in cash heavier than gold? I'm going to say no. No. Gold's got to be heavier. So it's more efficient to nick the cash. More, yes. Well, it's more space. space. A million dollars is hard to do in terms of space because it takes up about half that coffee table. So we now are arguing in favor of higher denominations. What's that? Much more convenient to steal. Yeah, so if you listen, if you're listening to the podcast and you're planning your heist, go for the gold stuff. <laughs> there was a there was a dude somewhere who just got busted for up the butt. He took the He got busted up the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took some gold. He worked somewhere that had gold. He was it like, was uh, it was I, I want to say it was the mint. <laughs> It was either the mint or like a um, Fort Knox. Or, or a Fort Knox type place, and How he, did they uh, catch him? yeah, so, he got caught for trying to smuggle risky, gold out his butt. Risky Google search coming up here. I'm looking here up go. gold up the butt. Let's see what we get. <laughs> You'll probably find the website that makes gold casts of your. Anus. Nailed it. Royal Canadian Mint allegedly smuggled 140 G's worth of gold in his butt. <laughs> if you th- like, oh, it's only one brick. What's that? He got only a whole one brick, brick up his ass. But, but imagine the size of those bricks. Like maybe he he might have had to practice. Or, or just shave off a little bit. Gold shavings in a yeah, sandwich. I thought bag. you were talking about shaving, shaving his butt with some. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. This reads like the world's greatest math problem. Court heard Lester Lawrence of Barhaven, Ontario, brought several chunks of gold in cookie sized 7.4 ounce nuggets called pucks to an Ottawa gold buyer's outlet where he said he was paid approximately $6,800 per puck. Which totaled for the amount that he had about 180 G's worth of gold up his butt. So if the, each puck is $6,800, <laughs> how many gold pucks would you need to shove up your butt <laughs> to get 180 G's? I feel like we Do need to mess. put this to the, to the sixth graders. <laughs> but I just like that they're called bu- yeah. <laughs> there was or I, bucks for short. I mean, and yeah. that's where that word came from. There you go, did, you, did you take the uh, Did you take the SAT? Yeah. Did you take the SAT? I took the ACT. I took the ACT as well. Did you take the ACT? I did not. 
It was optional when I took it. We had to take the SAT, but I took the SAT and the ACT. OBGYN. See, we in, Sh- in Utah- Listen, no, no one's talking. I didn't want to involve you in this with your British system. Did he just say OBGYN? Yeah. Okay. He pretends like the American system is complicated when he can't even explain it. But it is. Everyone's a freshman There's or a, like could, a, a Do you junior. have any idea how many forms you've got? It's, Lots it, we, of forms. We have, there's entire like YouTube channels dedicated to Gavin trying oh, to explain the Chris, you're about British. to be so happy. I, I, I tasted it. It's so good. This is my favorite beer in the world. L- literally, it around, is your favorite beer. It's only around it like, so three it. months. This beer. If you can get this beer, get this beer. This beer bottles happiness. Yeah, I, can, I can only get it for like three months. And I was Did you devastated. This? No, this was in the fridge from Extra Life. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, like we have to hunt for it all the time. Like... After Christmas, they'll slowly run out of stock. Well, when's the sell-by? And we have to try it. Stock up. <laughs> try and find places that still have I'm, it. I'm, I might. Buy in bulk. I might. This is, a, this is good stuff. The, the second like the spring beers start to come in, I get scared. If you ever want to bring Ashley a gift at an <laughs> event, scared. if you're listening at home, shine your cheer beer. Or what the hell is that cider you like? Record girl leg? leg. Record yeah, girl this, leg. It's, um, it's a cider. It's made... In Europe, but I've only had it, like, they import it in Australia, and that's where I've had it. They don't have it in the U.S., and it's, they have these amazing flavors. Like, they've got, like, a, like, strawberry blueberry, and there's, like, a, sort of, like, a strawberry lemon. They have a winter one that you can heat up on the stove and drink it warm, it's and it's all cinnamony. Flavor. It's so good. I, I, I'm tempted to move to Europe just so that I can have that kind of alcohol. Mm. Really? No. Okay. It's like a billion reasons to move to Europe. <laughs> You want to move for the record your girling. I like that you have your iPad on t- resting against the iPad the- is for uh, the uh, ad copy oh, okay. that we have for this evening. D- do you want to do an ad? No, I'm good. I'm good. You know, uh, Ashley and I though we I had an IPA this this weekend when I order a beer I basically say just give me an IPA. It's like my go to beer. When I'm out, and they're like, well, we have the, and I go, that one. Like, immediately, <laughs> yeah. whatever they start to say, I'm like, just give me that. That's fine. I find that even if I try and listen to the list, I'm only thinking of the name of the first one, and I'm not hearing all the other <laughs> options. And I, even if they get through the entire list, I say the first one. I yeah. tend to be listening one for one that I like. Hmm. like Or like one that sounds familiar, names. and all the other ones, I'm like, wait, I didn't, I didn't actually absorb anything else, because I, I had an expectation, and you didn't meet it. You know, I feel like that goes into so much, like, when you see a funny name for a beer or you see like the cool artwork now oh they God. have on the side of the six pack. The I used to order a cider all the time because it was called Dirty Granny. There you go. <laughs> and I could say go to the go to the bartender and say, Give me a dirty granny. Well that place <laughs> that place we go to in LA sometimes with Colton, I always get the ginger minge. Right. It's probably exactly. not the best drink on you like saying it. Like saying I'm ordering the ginger minge. It's funny, it's like you don't realize it's the really marketing the that goes into that. Yeah. It's like uh, when you judge a book by its cover, same kind of a thing. The cover of a book is like it actually sells more books than anything else. You know, the cover of video games sold me for a really long time too. Now, not now that it's digital, I um, I'm at a loss. I used to spend a lot of time just in the aisle at stores, looking at me like, "That's a cool one. Look at the gloss on that," and buying it, and then <laughs> deciding whether or not it was worth the box. Same thing at Blockbuster. That's how I bought Atari Oni. used to have the best ones. They were like abstract paintings because all the games were fucking blocks. Oni was a okay. Good I'm game thinking though. mostly. I'm thinking mostly like the old PC games. Remember when they when they were in boxes this big? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had to be like really fucking upset at Tomb Raider because for some reason they wanted to sell a box that was shaped like this and it didn't fit on the shelf ever. No. I didn't see no. That. No. It's, it's a fucking travesty. Just let me tell you. What 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 don't you judge by the cover? Is there something that's like you don't judge by the cover? People. <laughs> Good Lord. Yes, you do. Yeah, That's, I know. I do. I, I asked Ashley the other day. I said, 
Would you rather be super smart or really good looking? Like, like top 0.1%. Oh, and she was like, uh, good looking. <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're that good looking, everyone will pretend you're that smart. Well, here's the thing though. Well, the how, smartest people how, aren't the happiest people. That is true. Also that. All too much to know and like too much sadness to Was know. Chris has his your... hand up. Yeah. So, so like yeah. how smart are you? Are you equally dumb? No, just not it. Just you can just starting with who you are today. Would you want to be like top 0.01% smart? Smartest person in the world or best looking person? Okay, question is I'm already both. So. Is this based on Westworld? Let's have a talk later. Westworld <laughs> attributes. Uh, well, we can't do we do you want to give spoilers for that? No, no. I mean, I, I just think I know that they have like they're based on various attributes like that's how they build them. Right. So imagine dragging one all the way to the top in your in your AI. Yeah. But I just think like I, they didn't show like all the attributes for those I wonder characters. what would your attributes for a robot be? Um, when you when you're building one? an AI that doesn't know it's an AI, Dance what would your moves? attributes be? <laughs> <laughs> Top, put that bar to ten for Sweet dancing rhythm. robot. I get a dancing robot and cleaning out the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I wonder. No, no, he's. We should go home and watch Westworld tonight. We're not going to talk about anything, but he was telling me that he wanted to start a conversation with Westworld, which means we should catch up. Yes. I caught up instead on Walking Dead. <clears throat> And sometimes, and this is one of those periods in Walking Dead, when you get caught up, you're like, what did I catch up on? What, what happened? It's like, I have no idea. Last three episodes of Walking Dead are just, I can't even tell you over the course of any one of those episodes what happens. It's like all one big long episode. Westworld is really good. I think I like it more than Game of Thrones. It's very slow though. That's, it's, yeah, it, I wish there were more sword fights. It's a sword fight in world. Or, you know, I don't know, pushing kids out of windows. I, yeah. Like the, there's, it's all of you. We need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I mean, you know, there's a certain lowering of stakes when people can't really die. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. I mean, there's still danger. Well, there's still danger, but there's not mortal danger. I mean, you could ride your fake horse off a cliff by accident. That's true, assuming the fake horse would let you ride off a cliff. We did, if you're Good really point. interested in Westworld, we did an entire post show. Dedicated to Westworld. Just yeah, that was for, it was a post show for the patch, patch actually, because we patch. were specifically talking about how it's like the best video game adaptation out there. It is. It's like that That world is like you're in an MMO mm-hmm. all the what, time. You have quest givers and everything else. What do you think about Westworld as compared to like that immersion that we did? Like, the, the Fallout the one? Sniper one. Uh, sniper. The sniper? The Sniper. One? I mean, uh, Hitman. Hitman. Oh. I would actually compare it to the Fallout one. Okay. Because it was like it was that yeah. same kind of like and it was just like open world. world, and it's like just go find whatever. Oh yeah. god, there's very NPCs with stuff that yeah. like oh you have to do this. Yeah, yeah. I shot Tyler by accident. That yeah. could easily happen in the show or in the game. Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. I really do like it. I like it as well. I like it more than I was expecting to. I I do wish they'd pick it up a little bit uh, in terms of just the the pacing of each episode, but overall, I really like it and. It seems to me it, the, very well poised to take over where Game of Thrones leaves off. Because hmm. it's, I mean, it's pretty clear that's what they're building it up to be, right? Well, you know, they just showed Westworld on Friday. They showed it at the drive-in theater that's right <coughs> next door to our studio here. The movie? The original one with Yul Brenner, yeah. And there is another movie in that series from back in the Future World? late 70s. Yeah, Future World. So they could do another one. Then, And theoretically, they, I believe they even set up in Future World if I remember correctly, other worlds they have, like medieval world and stuff like that. Based Which is on, basically just Game of Thrones. Yeah, basically, yeah. it's like Game of Thrones. You wait three years, and then people are like, 
I really like the knights and stuff. Where's the dragons and stuff? There we go. Based well, on here's last the thing: is you're going to get to though. you're going to get to the end of Game of Thrones, and someone's going to be like, "Congratulations, you won!" And then they log off. It turns out it was part of it all along. You know what made nah. me watch Walking Dead <laughs> <laughs> and get caught up on Walking Dead? What was one of the actors that I follow tweeted? Go, hey, thanks for the great messages everybody's been sending me. Uh, thanks for watching the show. I'm like, did he just die? Did he just die? Shit! And then I like. I got off Twitter and like caught up on it. I'm like, oh, he didn't die. Spoiler, one of the characters didn't die. Um, <laughs> so I was like, you motherfucker, why'd you do that? Because that show, it's like you never know. If you, see, if you see a Walking Dead character on the cover of a magazine, they probably got offed in some way. Huh. I would say that Westworld is going to be a great show to watch again when it's done. Really? I think so too. Uh, speaking of like things that you should watch and then I would consider watching again is probably a movie like Arrival. Have is it guys, Arrival or The Arrival? It's just Arrival. I thought it was The Arrival as well. I went back and looked it up and it's just Arrival. Um, have you guys seen the, anything no, like well, that? Yet? See, that's funny you said that because I was talking to Michael about it. He said he loved it, but he, he doesn't think it's a movie he'll ever see again. I said the exact same thing. Really? Yeah. I feel like once, I would, you know, once you know the ending, you, you don't need to see it again. Uh, no, I want to, because I feel like I want to go back and like knowing the end point, see how it all comes together. All right. I, I, I want to go yet. back and see the construction. See I'll see it. Well, you know, it's also it's, it's based strange too. on a popular, I don't know if it's a short story novella uh, called uh, The Story of Your Life. Um, when it's, it's this, And I was um, just recently reading that on Kindle because I like the movie Arrival so much. I just, I'm downplaying a lot just because I think you should go see it. It's a really tremendous movie. I would highly recommend that even before going to see Doctor Strange, which I've still only seen the first hour of. Should I see it in a movie theater I think or you should on just a go plane? I think you should just go see it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You should just go see it. That's it. It's, it's, a, it's a very well-crafted story. But it's also a lot about like linguistics and everything, and you have to be super into that. Super smart, like top 1%. Or if, <laughs> not, you don't have to be that smart. You can, be, you can be the prettiest person and still like enjoy this movie. That's what I'm saying. You can do it. And if you don't have time, like if you can't go see the... Movie, you could always just buy the book or you know read the book, or you could read the audiobook. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, you don't have time to watch <laughs> yeah, a two-hour right. movie. You should get the book. <laughs> you ruined my segue. Thanks to Audible.com <laughs> for supporting the uh, this episode of Rushi's podcast. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more. Audiobooks are great to listen to when you are driving, at the gym, Gavin, or shopping. For our audience, Audible.com is offering a free audiobook with a free 30-day trial. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Just go to audible.com slash roosterteeth. That's audible.com slash roosterteeth. And browse their unmatched selection of audio content. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash roosterteeth. That's audible.com slash rooster teeth I love it when you're steering the conversation towards an ad read because you get more red and frantic as you get closer. (laughs) You're like, well, you know, it's a good movie and... uh, you don't have time to watch a movie. You could easily read a book. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, I was trying. She 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 diverted me twice. <laughs> I wasn't gonna let it happen this time though. When I was doing the judge a book by the cover, is there anything you don't judge by the cover? I was just about to say I don't judge audio books by the cover. But uh, she was like, I don't judge people, and then she went off on some tangent. I like that if the audi- if you didn't say that, the audience wouldn't think of anything of it. But yeah. you could then go back and be like, failed attempt. <laughs> failed attempt. They don't often fail, but that one, that one, that one fell a little flat. I just, you know you just what don't though? Like e-books Ashley. really have put me off judging books by the cover because there really isn't one anymore. No. The little thumbnail you get on Amazon is nothing. So now it's pretty much all the the synopsis 
and then like the top three reviews from customers. She no, reads thumbnails. a lot of, She reads a lot of books. I read a lot. She finished two books this weekend. Yeah, wow. I did. Well, one of them I was just finishing a book that I had started. The other one was, oh God, I think I'm half dead. You know what? I'm just going to read some Terry Pratchett all day long. Hmm. And really, who wouldn't? Did you read them back to back or were you reading two books at once? Uh, so I read all the way through the Terry Pratchett book and then I went back to another one that I had been reading, picked it up and finished it. I consider that to be two books at once. You were reading a book and then you read another book in the middle. You know, I don't do that often. Uh, not unless a book feels a little bit like work where I'm curious to see where it goes, but I'm not gripped by the whole thing. I'm one of those first, if I read the first page, I've got to go all the way through to the end. I had a friend in high school named Todd Bauer. He's a fucking lunatic. That motherfucker. He 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 would do the craziest thing. He would determine if he wanted to read a book. We would be at the bookstore, Walden Books. He'd pick up a book and he'd read the last paragraph. <gasps> <laughs> and I'm what? like, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, that's crazy behavior, right? Yeah, that's what a crazy person does. Has, how many how many how many people has he killed? Because uh, that's crazy he, behavior. There's something wrong with that shit. Yep. And so I was like, I can't I can't get down with that. So I read the first page, and then I know in the first page if I'm sucked in. In that first page, and then if I am, I'm just there all the way through the end. The, I know some no people, other books know, in between. I know some people who will be watching shows. While they're watching it, they'll go on Wikipedia and read what happens ahead of what they're Jeff watching. Jeff used to do that with Lost. I, I, I actually kind of like the moment I got home from watching The Arrival, I downloaded uh, the book and was reading it. And there is an audible version of it. Actually, when, you, when I went to go get the uh, Kindle version of it, it also offered to send me the audible.com version of it as well. So there actually is a recommendation if you don't have time to see the arrival, you can just play it in the car and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, we've played. I, we've done a lot of audiobooks um, when we're driving. I also, oddly enough, I actually really like if I'm running out somewhere and I can't have a TV in front of me, which is always a real hardship. I like to have an audiobook. I will say this: the story seems to be constructed differently than the movie is, such that, and I don't know, just having seen the movie, if it changes my perspective <clears throat> on the story. But it just seems to be constructed differently. I would recommend the movie and then go see the book, go read the book, or listen to the book on audible.com. I mean, that, that's generally, <laughs> if, you, if you're not familiar with the property, I would generally say go see the movie, enjoy it, be impressed by it, and then go read the book and really enjoy it. it, is, it was There's one, of, one difference there World War Z is the opposite. You should do the book. Just definitely read the well, book. Yeah, but that's definitely listen to the audiobook, then maybe go see the movie, but definitely do that last. World War Z is just a zombie movie with the Shush. branding on it. What's that? It's a zombie movie with the branding on it. It's part. It's hardly even World War Z. I, we interrupted you. What were you about to say? I was about to complain about the iPhone. Okay, well, let me finish oh. your thought on World War Z. George Romero, the creator of the modern zombie apocalypse genre, said that World War Z and Brad Pitt killed the zombie genre. Why? Thanks a lot, Brad Pitt. Why? God World War Z. damn it. But why? I'll, I'll look at his quote. You seem like really a bad movie. Well, I don't know, but that's a, I think, that's a hard Well, keep thing in mind, say. though, like, George Romero's type of zombie is a very different type of zombie. They don't run at you like a cheetah and then pile themselves up to get over a that's wall. That's one of the things he mentioned. But but they already had zombie movies that did that, like, 28 uh, days later. Now, those aren't technically zombies, but they're essentially zombies, right? They're zombies. I think he specifically called out the fact that the book was so Romero-esque in its presentation of zombies and the way that zombies act. Okay. That... It was like it was a like great novelization of the Romero zombies as opposed to the fast zombies, and then the the movie just kind of turned that on its ear and mm. took it even further than say something like Twenty Eight Days Later. George A. Romero, I don't know what the A stands for, says Brad Pitt Alfonso killed the zombie genre and why he avoids studio films. 
Uh, I'll, Gavin, you talk about the iPhone. I'll come back and tell you what George Romero. Well, yeah, I, li- I like to used to walk around and listen to stuff, and I just find that with this stupid lightning connector, I never have headphones on me because I used to have so many pairs of headphones. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I would keep them in my jeans. I would just yeah, have, I, do, like, I do too. And I would wash them, and then they'd still be in there, and I'd use them. <laughs> like I just keep them in all my <laughs> jeans. So I was like, I'd, I'm in the mindset of like, I'm gonna use headphones. But now because I only have one pair of headphones with a lightning connector. I never have them on me, and it's so inconvenient. It's like, I didn't think it'd be that annoying. It's super annoying not having a headphone. Same. I put yeah. my I put my little headphone thingy in with my travel headphones because you just think, when am I most likely to need them? Oh, probably like if I'm you know, like going somewhere and I need like those headphones. Nope. I was gonna listen to music at work the other day, and I fucking couldn't. It was yeah. bullshit. I was having a trouble loading a video bullshit. on my work. I'm with you. I, had, I was trouble loading a video on my work computer, and I was gonna pull my headphones out of my computer and load it on my phone. I, I literally pulled them out of my computer and went, "Oh Christ, can't do that." And just there's so many things you wouldn't ever think of, like little movements. That it's like, yeah, can't do that. You yeah. need like so many of those little adapters. They're expensive, right? They're like ten bucks or something. But but yeah. Well, it, I was on a plane. Five of them, and then you spent fifty bucks. And I was like, oh, there's a cool movie on that I want to watch. And it's like, okay, I'll get on my head. Oh, I don't have those, so I can't plug into the. Airplane anymore because I don't have the jack. I only have Bluetooth headphones now. Oh, some like or lightning ones, which I just immediately put in a bag somewhere. And I'm like, oh, I can't plug into the airplane. I was like, oh, but I know. I'll just get the free ones that they offer when they walk up and down the aisle. I got those. That's like two tin cans with a (laughs) string. It's like the worst sounding thing. It's like you got up to ten, and it's like it's like even Batman's like. Tell me where you can barely hear anything at all. <laughs> Imagine listening to Bane through those. <laughs> I don't have a. Uh, I don't have my. Uh, so we're in the phase of- now where it's it's still super annoying and will be for several years, I assume. It's pretty. I annoying. mean, it, it was annoying enough that Bernie threw his phone down the driveway. <laughs> so here's what I did. <laughs> we live on a hill, and the driveway goes down the hill, and I was moving the trash cans up, and I set my phone down basically. So I could like get there's something wrong with the wheel of the trash can. So I set my phone down and I just set it at just like if I put it up an inch further, it'd been fine. But I just kind of caught this edge and it started to slide down the driveway and it slid the whole way down the driveway on its face and it like bumped the whole way. And so it's like completely. Let me see if I can lock it. It's like completely shattered. Oh, Look nasty. at that. I've had the phone maybe a month. It's dude. missing chunks. Yeah, it's it's the worst I've ever shattered a phone. Is it smashed up on the back too? Or no, just the front? no, phone. That's an easy repair then. They just swap the front. Well, I think I, I have Apple Care, so I'll just do it. You know, I, I it's been I, I, I beat myself up when something happens like that, when I make a mistake, and it's like, that's a fucking two hundred dollar mistake. Like my drone when I got it repaired, um, it's a thousand dollar drone, but it wasn't gonna be it wasn't like a t- I didn't total the thing. I just broke the gimbal. That was like a three hundred dollar repair. It's mm-hmm. like just this one mistake, and I'm out three hundred bucks. And it's just, be, I keep thinking about it all Rene, day. Just use the hundred in your wallet, and it's never. <laughs> <laughs> that so thing hit cheaper. the building so hard. Yeah, from it, the footage, it was like, oh, <laughs> it was. It, it was. We. I don't think I fully explained it. Like Gus came out. He saw me flying it around, <laughs> and I put it just put it in the sport mode that goes like forty five miles an hour. I was like, whoa, it's like, fuck, it's so fast. And then Gus came walking out, and I. And I have to admit, I was like, oh, here comes Gus. I'm going to fucking impress him with this. <laughs> and Gus comes walking over. Gus does this thing when he walks. I got to do the Gus walk. Why are you trying to impress Gus anyway? There's bad people to impress. You know what can't I know, be done, right? What am I, what am I, spending, what am I doing with my time? Here's how Gus walks. Gus walks like this. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he moseys up. So Gus moseys up to me. And I'm flying the drone. And he goes, 
is that a new drone? I go, yeah, it's got this bang. It's a rolling. <laughs> and when it hit the building, it was like almost like a cartoon because it's got the four arms with the propellers. And you think it just would have gone smash and then fallen, but it went splat. Like, <laughs> like all four, all four things were like that, like splayed out on the building. And it like hung there for a second and then smashed to the ground. And then Gus goes, is that a new drone? I go, yeah, it's boom. And he goes, and he walks away. <laughs> he like, didn't say a word. He turned on a dime and just walked away from me as soon as it hit the building. It was such a great reaction. Is it because he was because you were gonna get mad and he didn't want to be around it? I don't know what it was. It's just Gus. You know, it was momentarily awkward. So Gus is like, I can't. I'm out of this. <laughs> I can't. I, I've still never bought a drone. I really want one. I just I know I'll do that to it. Uh, I, I can't be trusted. Well, did I tell you about the replacement plan for it? No. You know when you go to like Best Buy and you buy an Xbox and it's three hundred bucks, like. Well, you want the replacement plan? It's 50 bucks. He's like, well, that's one-sixth of the cost of the item. So, no, I'll just take my chances that I, I'm not going to need that. To be or, fair, not a lot of Xboxes are flying around. Well, they're not, like, burning out or whatever. Well, on Amazon, when I went to go order a drone, the drone was, like, 1000 bucks. So, do you want the replacement plan? It's $850. What? <laughs> so, they pretty much expect you're going to smash this thing, and you're definitely going to use that replacement plan. I used mine within the first 12 hours I had that thing. So, so you, you got the replacement plan? I, I did a thing where, and I, it worked out well, I sent my drone in Monday of last week, and they've already, I'm, today or tomorrow I'm getting my new one. They like, they give me another drone while they repair mine. I have to pay for the repairs, but I don't have to wait six weeks for it to be repaired. They just ship me another one. Well, that's why I've always, with the iPhone, you can like go in and faff around at the awful Apple stores that are terrible and suck. Or you, you can just get sent an entirely new phone. They'll charge you for the entire phone, and then you send your old one back. And then they deduct everything except for hundred bucks. So you mm. pay hundred bucks, but temporarily you've got you've paid for two phones, and they refund it to you when they get your old one back. That's a lot. I mean, at full price, you get unlocked phones too, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I need to use them in the UK. People gave me people gave me a lot of shit about that drone, smashing that drone. First of all, like I wanted to smash it, like I was doing it for fun, <laughs> and I was I was really upset. Why they give Wait, you, what do you mean this shit? Because it's a lot of money. Yes. Down the pan. Yeah, and they were like, oh, look at fucking Bernie. He's got a thousand dollar thing, and he just wrecks it for fun. It's like I'm not wrecking it for fun. It was an accident. Like you poured gasoline on it and set fire to it. <laughs> and I was also like, I didn't really respond, but it's like the phones in our pocket are like six hundred, seven dollars. People break those all the time as, as evidence of the fact that I just fucking broke mine. There or drop them in water or whatever. Like YouTube channels dedicated to taking really expensive electronics and torturing them. Well, that's yeah. different though. That's I think that's what they were accusing me of doing. It's like that's I, I in no way did I want to smash my drone. That was not intentional in any way whatsoever. I'm, I'm, read about I'm happy you did, though. Yeah, it was I'm fine. Not, I'm still not happy about it. You want to read about what George Romero thinks? Yes. I just had it here. Okay. Um, he said, Max Brooks, the, the author of World War Z, is a friend of mine, and I thought the film was not at all representative what the book was and the zombies were. I don't know. Ants crawling over the wall in Israel. Army ants. You might as well make the naked jungle. As far as I'm concerned, I'm content to wait until sort of zombies die off. This is an interview, so he's, it's being written as he speaks. My films, I've always tried to put a message into them. It's not about the gore. It's not about the horror element that are in them. So that's what he thinks about it. It was just so different from the book. And it's just I like, think his movies are about the gore. Dude, if you go watch a George Romero zombie film, he's right. His messages are like... So they're laid on so fucking heavy. I mean, it's like it's a, it's a lot of civil rights stuff in there, but it's like you don't see it until you see it, and then you can't not see it. It's like all over the place. Like the zombies themselves, as like a persecuted group of people in some of them. Like the the one in Pittsburgh, 
What's that? What's what's the one with? No, 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 the one with Dennis Hopper. Oh, where they're in the towers. Is the, that the one? Whenever like the zombies start. City learning? of the Dead. Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead. So it is. It's a really late one. There's Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Then there was a huge like two decade gap, and then he made Land of the Dead, and I think that's it. There's a, a weird moment in Dawn of the Dead. That's the the shopping one, right? Yes, and I want to come back to that in a second. There's a weird moment where it's a pretty budget looking movie. Like it doesn't look great. Yeah. But there's one bit where a non-zombie guy gets shot in the head with a shotgun and his head just explodes everywhere. And it's just like a total throwaway moment. But it's like super, it's like the most high budget thing in that movie. You're talking about the original one from the 70s or the the remake? 70s. I'm trying to think what that is. That might have been Tom Savini. Tom Savini, I think, gets his guts pulled out, which was like an amazing, like crazy over-the-top gore moment in American cinema. Now in Walking Dead, it's like, Every ten seconds, something like that happens. Oh yeah, they're just you, trying to be as. Bernie can't as watch Walking Dead around me. No, I just I'm I just look I'll look at the screen for any any two frames of the entire show, and I just go, and I have to leave the room. You could if aliens watched Walking Dead, they would think that the human skull is made out of paper mache. It's just like <laughs> in the first season, it's like they're smacking zombies and trying to kill them. By the end of the third season, it's like they're doing like the three stooges poke him in the eye and that kills a zombie. Like their hand goes to the back of their head all the way through. You know, it's just like they do kill. They're like, it's very much like, yeah, like a knife in, in the center of your forehead. They put a knife through the front of their it, head. Is there a plot involving like the weakness of bones? After Nothing. Time? It's That's just, never covered no, okay. at all. That's dumb. It's just like they just walk up to a zombie and they go like that. It's like that you couldn't. I mean, especially work. the front, like your forehead bone is so thick right. in comparison to the rest of your skull. You yeah. have to go you through that. They'd have they to like that. break a rake, bam, the zombie <laughs> accidentally falls on it, goes through their fucking skull and out the <laughs> other side. Lady pierced a guy's skull on a on a on a log yesterday by ducking. You know, it's just like, I get it. They kind of have to introduce new things. But it's just like sometimes they go way over the top. Like <laughs> the episode, it might have been the previous week, but I was catching up last night where they introduced these uh characters that ride around like knights and they ride around on horses and they like they were stabbing zombies in the head and stuff, like typical stuff, and I felt they, they think they felt like, oh, we gotta have something new here. So a guy vertically like sliced off of zombie's face, and it's just like his skull, bare skull, and all that stuff. And it's like, just like down, but this the, television. It's, you know, this is so gross. Yeah, it's like vertically sliced down like an inch into his face. Like off comes his and face. Then, and then his brain just plops out? No, nah, there's no brain stuff in there. It's just like that was enough. If you so damage still- the head in any way in Walking Dead, zombie's dead. So wait, it took the face off, but there was no window to the brain? It was a pretty deep, like, it was frontal lobe was stuff. Just- yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to scratch your face. Like, there, were no <laughs> eyes left. there were no eyes left or anything like that. But Walking Dead, it's like, it, I don't know, it's, it's now in its seventh season. And I, I think that, that they're really running into a fatigue thing, which if they reach their end game with that series where people stop watching it, then they'll basically start killing off a ton of characters over and over again. It's also reaching an interesting point like Game of Thrones where they're about to uh, outpace the source material. They're getting pretty close to that. Although like Walking Dead never gave a shit about the source material Source material in any case. And they, they'd take a character here, a character here. They all have completely different fates. It's not, I mean, don't Kinda. get me wrong. Game of Thrones is coming some, back. They're coming back. Okay. Game of Thrones close. has had some diversions, but it's stuck close enough to, to be recognizable. It seems like Walking Dead has just went, thanks for the brand name and a couple of characters, and we're going to go do something completely different with them. So it's a little different. It's not, it's not, not quite as drastic as that, but it's, uh, it's pretty different. It's not like World War Z book to movie, that's for sure. Yeah. So what was your favorite extra life moment from this weekend? Oh, 
bar none, it was Blaine throwing up. Or but not, he didn't throw up. He didn't throw up. He like he, he like foamed. he sudsed up. He, he was like <laughs> you know what he did. It's like one of your beers when you he set gammoned. it down too hard. Yeah. yeah. His face when it flies out is like such <laughs> genuine shock. It's so funny. He was he he, he shotgunned a beer right. And then he was like trying to burp, and he's just like, uh. There's a long burp, long extended burp. And, and we zoomed in the camera, walked right up to him because he was burping for so long. I like that it worked its way from his stomach all the way up to the <laughs> middle of his mouth before he realized it was coming. That's a lot of foam. It's a lot of foam. It's like three feet of foam. And you ate some gross stuff. Yeah, it's you really ate, like a tarantula. Where did you guys even find that yeah. stuff? Yeah, rattlesnake, right? It's rattlesnake and then a dry tarantula. And then I at one I, point, was uh, it hairy? Oh, it was, yeah, that was the worst part. Here's the thing: was, I, I feel like that would. I don't know. Is that the thing where they where they go and they shoot the hairs off the butt? They take their little. Their was little, it like the skin of a kiwi? They take their mitts. Yeah, and they go, that's and exactly they, what it felt like. It was like eating a little dried up. Kiwi I can see like a night like the upside to eating a tarantula is you're like, guess who's on the bottom of the food chain now, motherfucker? Well, I didn't think I was. Do you think that a tarantula's <laughs> above you on the food chain? <laughs> I just think that they think that. I want them to learn better. <laughs> Aren't they eaten by birds all the time? Look, lungs, like, right I also, the let's the be chain. clear, I also leave scorpions in bathtubs to learn their lesson. She really did. She, found a, she oh, yeah. found a scorpion in her bathtub. It lived she there realized, for like five days and yeah. then went missing. <laughs> why? W- I named him Joe. Joe the scorpion. But why'd you want to keep a scorpion around? I didn't. I just didn't want to smoosh him because just that's him really loud and gross. I didn't want to touch him because they're like poisonous and that would hurt. Cup. And so I just left him in the bathtub to slowly starve to death and become a science experiment. And then he went missing. I think he went down the drain. What if you want to take a bath? I just curbed that urge. (laughs) You're just just smelly. I I would just sit on the corner of the bathtub and watch him for a while (laughs) instead. I I I know what I did one time as a kid. See, Bernie told me, what did you do? So, you know, I I, I love Calvin Hobbes. There's... (gasps) So there's one Calvin Hobbes. You and me, buddy. Yeah. You and me. Wait a minute. I, somebody says on Twitter, zombies are the living dead. They're decaying. Of course their bones are weak. Look, I'm not listening what? to anyone on Twitter since a bunch of people using the RT podcast hashtag told me that they also read the end of a book before they decide to buy it. That's wrong. They've uh, lost credibility. It's, is the, no, it's not okay. Is the theory that the marrow has degraded? I mean, how much <laughs> um, marrow is in your head? Anyway, I mean, like, if you find a, a, a skeleton in a, dug it up in a cave... Somebody died thousands of years ago. You're telling me you could punch through with a knife? I don't think so. No, I can see though. Like, there's going to be some sort of degradation. They're, it's not like they're not getting their quickly, daily though. calcium to keep strong bones. They might be and more bones? brittle. Long bones might be more brittle. Bones, but a skull is is such a good shape, a good strong shape. It's right, because anything shaped to keep things to not break. Isn't, <laughs> yeah, isn't a dome one of the strongest shapes you can have? Aside, like you know, short of an actual sphere. Because of the weight distribution? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why they had a lot of arches. That like You can build an arch exactly. with, without any building material. You as long as you got a keystone. Them. Is that what it is? That's the big thing in the middle that keeps everything yeah. tight. Keeps it tight. Keeps it nice. Keep you, it tight. What was I say about Kevin Hobbs? There's a Kevin Hobbs. I loved Kevin Hobbs as a kid. And there was one where uh, Calvin didn't want to take a bath, so he got in a toilet and flushed the toilet. <laughs> I did that once as a kid. Really? Did you really? Yeah. You fit was, in a toilet? Well, yeah, I was, was, I was probably in like second or third grade. And, and I, I guess, like, no, for international people, I American toilets like have a lot more water. I got in the toilet, flushed it, and was like, worked in Calvin Hobbes, <laughs> worked for me. And I did it. And I was like, that was it. That was my bath for the day. Did you have soap? Did you tell your parents? No, I, no, I just got in the toilet and flushed it. Because I thought it was like, I, I was like one of those, it's one of those things where kids like see something, then they emulate it. It was exactly that. I was like, I was like, it worked for him. I always used to think that 
you could totally jump out of a window with an umbrella and it would act like a parachute. Exactly. Well, and it I would slow it. you down a little bit. Yeah, it does it bollocks. Really? It, it just it maybe it maybe slows oh, you down right. like so, half a percent. So if it was a stronger, better made umbrella. Yeah. And could I, and the spokes would actually hold. If it was then it would. very big, probably. So basically, like Mary Poppins has got the single best made umbrella in the world. She flew all time. with her. She goes up right. with. <laughs> it's right. like she could put it to a zombie's head. <laughs> Day one. All right, we got to get a human skull somehow. And what smash? Oh, that could be. Oh, Can you get a human head? Should we start applying for extra life next year and smash a human skull? <laughs> There's a little bit of difference between what you just said. You meant to say, can you get a human skull, but you asked, can you get a human head? <laughs> I think it'd be easier to get a, a skull than a head. <laughs> Even though they're basically the same. The, same. the head is just the skull and the jaw. It is, but it's, but it's way well, different, right? I know. I feel like you have to pay someone a little bit extra for the, like, for the skull because they have to clean it first. Right. Or it's like clearly the person didn't live without their skull. So you're really just kind of like playing along like, yeah, it's not really a human head. It's a skull. But if you ask for a human head, you're like, that's fucking gross. <laughs> that's so is it illegal there. to have a, a human skull? I believe it might be. I think you have to be a medical doctor. In Can you have a human it. hand? So you can't like order one on like... <laughs> I have two human <laughs> Wait, so well, I don't think it's... See if you could buy someone who died. What if someone who like died in like a relative or something and you kept their like bones... This, wow. <laughs> well, no, that no, no, no. So People off the keep rails. ashes. Keep, like, if it's a, a thing oh. where it's like, I want to keep grandma's skull. <laughs> keep so, grandma's skull? Imagine you like a glass right, dome. Right. Grandma was in a, in a goth band. But like, so she donated me her skull. <laughs> but like, so the, head um, like, clock. If, if, if it's a loved relative, don't you get, like, the rights to the. Oh, it's body? okay, officer. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I kept her uh, bones. Is it, I'll take is care it a little of it, bit officer. too much love what got you into this situation in the first place, potentially? Well, just. I, I would say so. But, like, it, it's, if it's like, okay, my, my loved grandma died, and then like, <laughs> everyone's you, loved. <laughs> you get the rights to the body, don't you? Rights! <laughs> <laughs> I own the IP to this corpse. <laughs> I so, really don't know how that works. That is interesting, though. That you can keep the body in a pot, even though likely it's not the exact person's hey, ashes. You it know, might be other people's ashes. No, they're definitely, they're yeah, definitely the they original that, people's ashes. They That's do that with pets. pets. You, they do that with pets. They you don't know, do that with people. So they don't I do got, that with people? No, uh, they don't do that with people. Well, they do that with pets. You know, you can pay extra to get your pet cremated separate. I did that. You have a pot of pet? I have a pot of pet. Technically, the the... The veterinarian still has the pot of pet, but I need to go get it at some point. As in, you, definitely, you, like, you never picked it up. <laughs> well, I moved. How long do they keep expired pets? Um, before they're like, well, you know, she's she's. How never long have on. I been in Texas? This one's past uh, sell by three plus years. This that was such a test for our relationship in oh, more God. ways than you can possibly imagine because we had been dating what two months at that point. Yeah, we yeah we started dating in September, died in December. So, and and before that, for the for the like month and a half before that, it had been going through chemotherapy. And I had been helping her through the chemotherapy, emotionally helping uh, Ashley dealing with this cat going through chemotherapy. Great cat, Rapture the cat. Lovely cat. Longest cat in the world. You he, met he, Rapture. You met Rapture. We went over to Ashley's apartment. I did. He's my uh, my cat. gigantic Russian blue that I adopted by accident. I tried to explain to Ashley that they had just painted her stairwell. And it was the worst smelling paint in the world. It smelled I think, like I think feet. the color was foot white. <laughs> <laughs> it smelled like feet. And we were trying to describe it. I was trying to say, yeah, when Gavin and I, when we first met you down in Australia and we went over to your apartment, that stairwell, stairwell was just painted with smell like feet. And Gavin and I couldn't stop talking about how the stairwell smelled so much like feet. It was so gross. Well, I remember I mean, you, we it were was all, not the poshest apartment complex. We were all walking there. And I remember looking at you just like when we got there, just like. 
And you, you did the same. And then you went inside the apartment to get something and closed the door. And we were just outside. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, God, what is this? It was like, the, it was the worst smelling paint. Usually I love the smell of paint. Yeah. Yeah. Paint's usually a lovely smell, but that smelled very footish. But then, so we went through the chemotherapy thing and I, we were early in our dating life. When that I happened. was I was a wreck that then entire time. The cat died. I was there when they put the cat to sleep. With yeah, Ashley. you you flew in like a really lovely date, specifically to go to the IGN holiday party with me because it was that night. That was the real reason why I flew in. Yeah. Then the cat had to be put to sleep, and we loved it, so we kept its bones, of course, Chris, because <laughs> we loved the cat. <laughs> and then that was the night when Ashley said, "I can't really deal with this, so just so you know, I'm going to this party. I'm gonna drink." To cope with this, like I'm gonna drink to forget this for a night. And that was so that night. Yeah, that was the night when she got so fucking hammered. That <laughs> My strategy like, going in was taking a shower to get ready. I think I finished off a bottle of rum in the shower. Classy. Yes, only the, only the best. It was spiced gold. She was drinking in the shower. <laughs> I drank in the shower. By the I've bottle. done that. That sounds awesome, actually. Like it was a college thing. It's like a beer in the shower. It's like a, I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> Right, try a try a, a bottle of just booze. It's it's nice. And then my strategy at the party was I'm going to order a drink and a shot with it. Uh, okay. That'll yeah, turns out that'll get, get you real fast. I can see that being actually Chris's thought process when he's in college. Oh, fun. <laughs> I imagine Chris like every Chris arrives at the bar with everyone else. He's like, "You guys have a drink in the shower too." And they're like, "Yeah." That's <laughs> the only one having get bevved up on I your own. It's just like shower. it's like I have my own shower. I can drink beer. <laughs> I can do both. There is a nice feeling when you get to the point where you don't live with parents anymore. It's like, I can do whatever I want now. And then you end up just doing like the most boring stuff. Well, do you go through a phase too where you're like, I'm going to leave that dirty dish because no one's going to make me clean it up. I, and I then, you, then you look around after like, a week and you go, huh. And yeah, I would thought I would be an adult. more like that, but I'm, I try and be super tidy. You know. Are you, you don't live with anybody, Chris, right? You're single, live by yourself? Yeah. Okay. Ladies. You live with somebody, Gavin. Mm -hmm. Ashley, I know that you live with somebody. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you guys, uh, I'm just going to put this so it doesn't like out anybody. Are you and Meg equally as cleanly? No. So one of you is messier person. Hygienic, yes. Yeah, no, no. But I'm not in terms that. of just like. Housework. Stuff everywhere <laughs> and being able to see the floor, we're very different. Very different, right? Yeah. Shoes. We're pretty on point. The one exception being you, whatever's going on at your end of the closet. That's just like <laughs> crazy. I'm, I'm a big believer in walking the door, the clothes are off within the first 30 seconds. It's like an explosion. And they stay there until like one day of the week. I'll go through and I'll pick everything up all at once. But why don't you have like a, a laundry Placed basket room. to shoot your clothes into? What, right inside the front door? Why not? It's your house. Mm, why, yeah. So when you get your kit off, when you get in the door, is it full clothes or just down to your underwear? You know, it depends on how I'm feeling. Speaking of underwear, want to thank MeUndies for sponsoring this <laughs> podcast. Picture a world where putting on a new pair of underwear isn't just fresh. You're stepping into a better day. Think about it. Underwear is the first thing that you put on and the last thing you take off. And if you're actually, you take it off as soon as you walk in the door. Why would you settle for anything less than the best feeling underwear on the planet? Why would you? My friends at MeUndies sent me a few pairs a while back, and I can't imagine wearing anything else. I finally got a pair of MeUndies. I'm super excited about it. Do you have some? Yes, sir. Look at you. We're, I think we're all wearing them. I changed. From, uh, I won't say the brand, but I changed from another brand because I'm finally like on board. They sponsor so many of our podcasts. Are you talking about dog shit undies? The really terrible undies? Yeah, I'm talking about dog shit undies. Yes. <laughs> the, the, those are my brand before this. 
Uh, for the price of two cocktails, Me Undies will deliver your new favorite pair of underwear right to your doorstep. Better day guaranteed. What does that mean, better day guaranteed? It means that is, well, if you're wearing like nice underwear, you oh, I automatically feel better. I, so I thought they were delivering it so fast. It was like better than first day. They were going to do that. Oh. But they're, <laughs> they're guaranteeing that you'll have a better day. And <laughs> for a limited time, everyone in the Rushi audience gets 20% off their first order. But you have to go to the special URL, meundies.com slash Teeth. With the Meat Undies Better Day Guarantee, you have nothing to lose, so don't wait any longer. Go to MeatUndies.com slash RoosterTeeth right now for 20% off your first order. That's MeatUndies.com slash RoosterTeeth. And I read an ad, so I got free Meat Undies, and I'm super excited. So, Thank you, uh, MeatUndies, for sponsoring the Rooster Podcast and a lot of other Rooster Podcasts as well. Why is I'll, it the, I'll the, read the next ad? The free stuff. Woo? I'll read the next ad. You want free undies? I'll yeah. do it. You can hassle my free undies every now and again. No, they'll just I like walk through the office and give me a, a pair of underpants, and it's like the highlight of my day. Chris, the highlight of my you... day is when you come in and take your clothes off. I like that. Fair enough. Uh, a little so, trail of clothes. <laughs> before we get too far away from the zombie talk, um, uh, BC Blackhand on Twitter did actually uh, send us uh, a gif of sorry what of of a skull being excavated, and they accidentally punctured it. So really? it can be done on accident. Oh, so well, that with, a, with a pickaxe. That was an accident. Yeah, but it's not like it's got a lot of <laughs> momentum that behind it. That's <laughs> fucking made up. It's off of the hole. That is clearly staged. What oh, archaeologist shit. is... Quiet. Oh, that's <laughs> what oh, I meant to brush it off with the hammer. I didn't mean to smash it in the middle. <laughs> in Minecraft, that might happen. But in real life, that... You know, whoops. You know who's way back on the Minecraft wagon? Rock-a-puck. Rock-a-puck. <laughs> He's playing it constantly again. Ashley, I have something to show you. Is it because oh, no. your best oh, control gosh. room? What Are you ready you for do? this? Yeah, you're gonna be so excited to see this image that I have prepared for the podcast. Tonight. Oh my god, did you die? Nope. Where do we have it? To show? Do we on the screen somewhere? One minute. Okay. So I've been playing Minecraft. I've been playing two games basically. I'm playing Fallout Shelter. As you guys know, I've been playing that for fucking ever. And then I play Minecraft on hardcore. And it's really weird that I started playing Minecraft again the week that we did Extra Life and Notch. Donated, I think I think got up to like twenty eight thousand dollars. I know that his last donation was eight thousand and eight dollars, so that he could spell boob with it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a man after our own heart. See, I would do that with eighty dollars. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I would do that. Just be boob. Ashley. Look at that. I have finished Fallout Shelter. Oh, thank I'm God. Done. You did that today at work. Uh, no, I did, well, I did have the last thing. It was going to complete at some point during the day at work. Like they had to build the last outfit. And they completed it, and I logged in and was like, you did it. This is fantastic, because so every morning- for fucking ever. Every morning, he everything. does his maintenance. But he does it on a Mac. I, don't, I do it on a PC. He moves it. He moves his save. So what? What's, what? What does that mean? It's just a bizarre way of playing games. No, it's when they- What? They're what? Pl playing a mobile game on a PC? It's, well, it's also on PC. It's just a game. Yeah, but it's designed to be a, a mobile game. It's, it's way better playing Angry so Birds one, on the PC. I don't know that like since they've added quests and everything, I can definitely see the appeal on PC. There's a lot more to it now. But thank God, because he does maintenance every morning before we leave, and he'll be like five minutes and I'll be sitting around being like Yeah, she gets <laughs> mad. She stares a hole in the side of my head. That was a season four zombie. You know, <laughs> you know though, if you're playing on a mobile device, you could do it on the go. You wouldn't have to make anyone wait. I don't want that though. I don't want that. I like the idea of playing a game that I don't actually play all that much, and if I had a mobile device, I'd be pulling it out. How is every day not all that much? Because uh, I only play it for like 10 minutes every day. But it's every day. Okay. It's a much bigger but part of your life. The point is I finished the game. I get, I get what you're saying, though, because if it's a mobile game, you're like, oh, I've got five minutes now, and you end up doing it throughout the day, and it's it's all... Or I have the like problem is that it's never five minutes. pause in my life, and out comes my phone. As, as someone who 
constantly underestimates the amount of time something takes. I'm because I'm, I'm the same way. I'll be like, this takes five minutes, where it takes me exactly eighteen minutes to get from here to here, and completely underestimate all of the time around that that you add on, which is how I end up habitually fifteen minutes late to pretty much everything. Everything. Pre- yes. Yeah. I always yeah. just overestimate, and then you're always early. Nah. Nah, because then I don't have nearly enough time to do all the other stuff I got to do. Well, then you have to wake she up. She makes early. us late everywhere we go. Oh. I like her a lot. I like you a lot. God. You're very nice. Yeah. It's very so pretty. real, though. You're late everywhere we go. <laughs> well, that's what you get for being in the top 1% is I get a lot of <laughs> all kinds of awesome things. I also have to drive. Like she was bugging I, me this morning. He, I drive sometimes, but I was playing. I wanted to play Pokemon, and then we ended up talking anyway. So <laughs> She's bugging me to leave because I'm, I'm like, I had a couple of fallout people who were like right at the tail end of training up to level 50. Important stuff, yeah. So I had to move into another room because it's like if I move into the room, they'll, it'll, I'll finish today. I didn't tell her that. But I got to get him in there and I got to get him like trained up. So I moved him. And she's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We go out, we get in the car. <laughs> I drive. She's playing Pokemon the whole way to work. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me with this. Look, this is for research. For what? The patch? Yeah. All right, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Absolutely. I've got to do comparisons between sun and moon and X and Y. Or just Google it. And then just pretend you did it. It's not the same. Well, it's the same thing with me at Fallout Shelter. Experience? You know, I'm a I'm a key personality to, at a video game entertainment company. I should be talking about a game that came out 18 months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and how hard it is to finish. Took forever. Can you that, hand me another one? That, that said, I am very proud of you. Do, uh, you're pr- oh, you you've played. I didn't know it was a game that could be finished. Uh, yeah, I well, it was just it's, I just it's, collected everything. That's what took for fucking ever. It's for like a given thing. value of completion, right? I will say one thing. I did not collect one category, but it's the, the category that you can only get with lunch boxes. And I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to pay like $400 in lunch boxes to click on shit oh. to get that. Well, I All mean, right. you crashed a, a drone, so just spend another thousand on <laughs> lunch boxes. <sighs> Small correction. The skull was from Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Go I thought it looked familiar. Go fucking figure. <laughs> so, okay, if you went on eBay, typed in human skull. I'll, let's go on eBay and type in human skull. I assume it would just be a replica. And then put but a watch it, but list. It, isn't it interesting that you can have you can have people's dust, but you can't have them pre-dust? It's like, wait, wait, you can't have this yet. Let me, let's crush it and burn its pieces. Now you can have it. Why is that? Because pe- people could do weird stuff with the body or because it's unhygienic and hazardous to your health? Real. Hu- <laughs> I think it's because of the freaky stuff. Real human skull with carrying case. With a carrying case? $1,800. Oh, we should get it. And we should see if you could headbutt it. <laughs> to see if you could shatter it with your head. It's funny when you read that, I thought you were saying carry, like carry Shawcross. It's like, it's got a carrying, just in case. <laughs> he just comes with it. He's like, I'm just here if you need just, <laughs> It's got a three-star rating. Three-star? How, how, sco- how mad would you be if your skull got three stars? <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, if it's delivered poorly. It's like, I mean, the skull was great. but I would like to do this. The technology is there. I've talked about it on the podcast before. I would like to get an MRI of my skull and then get it 3D printed. Like, that is my skull. Like, they, we should be able to do that, right? You're I'm a sure morbid you wouldn't need son of a bitch. Why that. would you want your own skull? Why would I need an MRI? Why would, I just, I'm curious, like, what my skull looks like. You want to do some phrenology? Phrenology? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go we're like... We're going to, like, measure some of the bumps and see if you're actually a serial killer? And just, we, don't, we, just don't know it yet? I took the boys to uh, Philadelphia for... I wanted to take them... I took them the weekend before the election. Because the election was... 
Great. already looking like a misery <clears throat> for the American people. Just like it was everyone's at each other's throats. We had a whole discussion on the podcast about how the the campaign of two years was not going to end on Tuesday. We knew that. No matter who got elected, everyone was like, oh, we're finally here. It's at the end. It's like, it's not the end. It's going to be, it's going to just keep going. And sure enough, it's it's going, and it's probably, I would argue, more heated now than it was before the election. But I thought, since we're heading into this election, and honestly, the whole thing just seems like a nightmare, I want to take the boys somewhere that will like, make them feel cool about American government, American history. So I, uh, I took him to Philadelphia. T- thought about taking him to Washington, but I said I took him to Philadelphia. That was a great choice. Did you show him your $100? Phil- I did. I had the Benjamin Franklin here. We went to the Benjamin Franklin house. They didn't mention the 14 bodies they found in Benjamin Franklin's basement. What? That was just recently. That was like a couple years ago. They were like, oh, yeah, we were doing some uh, renovation work. We found the remains of 14 people in Benjamin Franklin's basement. Well, I mean, he was, he was getting really good money for him on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Did they say they were his? Like, they weren't, like, his, like, kills. They, were they? Hey, he loved them, Chris. He loved them very much. <laughs> what was Ben Franklin's KD? <laughs> at, at, at least 14. <laughs> yeah. Let me look this up. I'm going to see if, before I disparage one of our founding fathers of this country. Hey, he was still really good with electricity, but you have to practice somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While you're doing that, we should mention that the... the <laughs> I like this question. Might. I'm from Smithsonian <laughs> Institute. It's like, why was Ben Franklin's basement filled with skeletons? <laughs> All right, go ahead, Gavin. Sorry. The the raffle for Extra Life is still... You can still bid on stuff. Yes. And it's... Uh, we'll Real go till skulls. Wednesday, and winners will be announced on Friday. So if there's a cool item that you may have missed donating for, you still can. That's it. Huh. All you. Peter Hayes F1 says human schools cannot be sold in Georgia, Tennessee, or New York, but they're perfectly legal in the rest of the U.S. Good so for us. we're good here. Yeah. We can buy all I, the schools we want or, you know, bury all the schools we want in our uh, basements. What do you want to be done with your skull when you're done with it? I want to put a plant in it. Upside down. Oh, that's good. I want to, like, well, I wanna, like, do you want to like, use the eye holes as plants? Yeah, we I want to, like, grow some smash flowers the top or maybe some nice succulents. I just made a succulent <laughs> garden, and I'm very proud of it, so I'm, I'm really feeling it right now. Settle a bet here. Chris, she said she had she made a garden of succul- succulents. What is a succulent? Describe what one of those looks like to you. What kind of flower is that? Well, those are those little green bulb, like, you squish them. You squish <laughs> them, and goo <laughs> like, comes out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of like aloe vera, like baby aloe veras. Like a baby aloe vera. Like they're like. Is that a fair green. statement? Like well, where would yeah. you find it? Yeah. Where would you find one of these in the world? I can't. Uh, I think on the table in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Rooster teeth. See, I thought it was succulent. I thought it was like a nice little sweet little flower. They're all cactuses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like little green bulbs. I mean, uh, like aloe alo- vera grow in deserts. So look at all these lovely little things. They I made an retain, entire garden out of them. They have to retain their moisture in their leaves. She killed it. She was awesome. Yeah, you I killed did a good it. job. I I did. Hold on. In fact, oh, I'll like send a picture it. through to broadcast of my lovely little garden that I made. I'm really proud of it. It's like the most normal thing I've ever done. Are you, do you usually do abnormal things? Yes. The gardener was super impressed. The guy, the long guy, that he was she like, killed it. Yeah, she was. He was like, "This is good. I like this." He's, he's like, "This." She did a good job. I tried to take credit for it, but he's. Are like, you confused by the phrasing of "killed it"? Yes. Wait. She did a great job. Not, not that she killed the plant. Did she ki- wait? She actually killed it, or she like killed the plant's dead? Pet? Okay, <laughs> sure. Why not? I was like, she killed it. She, <laughs> well, she get re- me out of the discussion. The plant is dead, and we have its bones because we loved it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, plants had just bones. Sent it to broadcast in Slack. What was the email address you used? Uh, Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I guess succulents, I mean, it's like the little aloe veras, right? Where they're desert plants, they apparently absorb water through their leaves, like from the air. They are just like 
they've already accepted the fact there's no water. So really, if you think about it, I planted them because I thought they might be impossible to kill. So look at this, what I planted. Isn't oh, it pretty? Yeah. They look like succulents. Yeah, she did a great job. Killed it. We have this one kind of like palm tree thing that's in that. It's like a miniature palm tree, but it's all derpy. It like literally it, like, <laughs> it grows. Like it, it melted at some point. It it looped back down and just like hung there. So I had to get all these stakes and try and prop it up. It's going to be a really long process to try and straighten it out. It's got like, it's scoliosis is serious. <laughs> I got two plants in my place. Yeah. One of them I, I planted uh, sideways. It's always been diagonal. So what I did was I put the side that it's leaning this way, I put it away from the window to hope it grows towards How's the that working? It hasn't done anything yet. It's still <laughs> just sideways plant. But I mean, isn't just the leaves that do that though? Like the actual stem is pointing that way. <laughs> so it's gonna go. Ashley and I had the whitest conversation today, by the way. Okay. We talked like about the brunch? whitest white people conversation. Let, let's try and guess, Chris. Oh, uh, you'd never be able to guess it. It look, it would be like something like right out of a sitcom, how white it is. I'm right, not sure what it. it was, so I'm looking forward to this. We're standing there in the front of our house with like cups of coffee. We're looking out the front like glass door at the long guy working. And, and <laughs> Ashley says, do you think we should tell the long guy we didn't vote for Trump? <laughs> That's literally like, it was like the whitest white person conversation. It's like, it's like, should we, should we go out there and tell him that like, we didn't vote for Trump? Hey, we didn't vote for Trump. <laughs> We're not one of the bad ones. Well, well, the, well I mean, it's, no, I, it's I, like, I, I see it though. Cause it's like, you might spit on your lawn or something. No, I'm no. sure he's. I'm listening. It's less that and more. He seemed. I don't know. Like he's normally he's really enthusiastic and he's got a lot of energy and and he's he's really 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 nice. Um, but he seems. I embellished like, a little bit with the coffee cups. He's, by the way. he's <laughs> just a little bit. But I, I whited it up you, even more. You drew a nice picture. Yeah. So I'll I'll take it. Um, but you know he seemed a little bit down and I was wondering if he was like really worried about that and I was like, I wonder like how many. Like how many of the people he works for? Well, uh, there's a buddy of ours, Tyler voted. Oakley. He he posted that like after the day after the election, he was going through an airport and he's he, now he's he's on edge everywhere he goes because he thinks he's like did fifty percent of the people that I see that every other person I run into did they basically just cast a vote against me and my lifestyle trying to make my life illegal essentially. And it's like he, he wanders around thinking that. When in actuality, 50% of the people he sees didn't, didn't even, even give a fuck enough to vote. Just a core. You know what really aggravated me about that, about the not voting thing? Do you guys do you guys know who Colin Kaepernick is? He's a QB for the San Francisco for Kaepernick, as I said. Yeah. It's K-A-E. Kaepernick. But he uh he there was a big uh, hubbub about him because he would not what he wouldn't do. He wouldn't stand up during the national anthem, right? He was taking a knee, and then like other high school students, he was protesting brutality and uh, you know police beatings, especially against African Americans, and that's why he was not standing up for the national anthem. It caused a huge uproar, and then it was a big source of debate, and other people started to like protest along with him and everything. Fucking guy didn't vote. He did not vote in the election, and openly talked about how he didn't vote. It's like Whoa. how can you of all people not vote? If you're in protesting, yeah. It's like he just like he he did try to explain it, saying that like he's against the system and he would be a hypocrite if he supported the system. But it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like Trump actually called this guy out two weeks before the election, and this is a guy who didn't vote. It's crazy. Wow. It, it, the really crazy thing about not voting to me is that voting in most places is public record, not who you vote for, but the fact that you voted or that you're registered. So that can be looked up. It can be looked up. <clears throat> so you can see out of all the people you know who didn't vote. I remember I talked to you about that on the last day because she missed early voting 
and she went out the day of the election. I was like, I was like, you this, absolutely. This is this was my level of commitment to uh, performing my duty as a citizen. I got up at six forty-five in the morning. That never happens. I don't care what the call sheet says, and uh, because voting opened at seven, there's a school up the street that I was able to go to. So I got there at like five two, in like you know, sweatpants and you know looking properly. Six forty-five in the morning, and. I proceeded to stand there for the next half fucking hour because they had technical difficulties. Is there anything more American than that? That's good. Really, technical nothing. difficulties. Are oh American. yeah, and then like and like muttering and bitching with the people next to you about yeah. how you could be somewhere else voting except now <laughs> the lines are too long. Uh, you guys all voted, or you, not you, Gavin, obviously, but you voted early voting, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you were in the RT life. Heathen. I, I I was at the office. And it started raining, and I thought, I'm going to go early vote right now, because I'm sure people are not going to go out to vote That's smart. in the rain. It was perfect. So, they have to wait two seconds to get to a machine. The, yeah. It, uh, uh, minor detour back. Uh, Dr. Skills with a one on Twitter says, apparently the bodies in Ben Franklin's basement were for an anatomy school his friend was operating, according to the Smithsonian. A likely story. Yeah. Well, to start an anatomy Seriously. school, Chris. <laughs> there you go. And we really loved all of our anatomy patients. Well, how did you love them exactly? It's an anatomy school. Okay. I mean, the, look, a lot of, particularly like early bites. biology is based on dead people without permissions. Mm-hmm. Because so, like, you love their anatomy. Someone provides you with a body doesn't say, and by the way, when you're done with this, Maybe learning about anatomy, w just like get rid of it on your own. I mean, it's like they buried them in the basement. That's kind of. They didn't even take them out of the basement. It's like they're, they're mm. doing a school in the basement. It's like. They just put them in a pit. It was all in one pit. Maybe Over that was an experiment to see if they would grow. <laughs> Succulents. <laughs> 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 all right. So we got away from something. We were going to come back. Oh, the ACT. Um, someone just said on Twitter, uh, uh, if we didn't, if we started talking about anything else on this podcast and didn't finish, let us know and we'll, uh, we'll circle back to it. So someone asked, what was my story about the ACT? It was really dumb. It was, uh, I forget what the context of was we were talking about earlier, but when I was taking the ACT, there was one of those things where you read, it was for a reading comprehension where you read like three paragraphs and then you answer questions based on what you read, except the story that they decided to tell was so fucking ridiculous. It completely took me out of this really intense test. It was a story about how cats can jump out of a high rise from six floors or below and they die. But if they jump from higher than six floors, they tend to live because they have an instinct where they spread out and it slows them down for like air resistance. And then when they land, they <laughs> land on the rib cage, which compresses and they're fine. So a cat, there was a story of a cat that fell out 25 floors up and it fell down, and then it spread out, wham, hit the ground, and was only had one broken leg. And it's just this idea of all these cats flying through the air. It's like, <laughs> and who's testing this? Wait, who's like the... Let's just throw the I cat remember, out the window. Okay, to be fair, <laughs> I've also tested this hypothesis on accident. Same cat, actually. This cat was trouble. This was, was the most expensive cat. free cat I've ever had in my life. Uh, same cat, Rapture. Um, I was away for the weekend... Bernie, you might be jinxed because that was the weekend that I met you. Was it really? <laughs> in Melbourne. Cats and don't I like came me. I came back from Melbourne and um I'd left one of the windows it had a screen in it, but I left it cracked open so he could get some air because my apartment didn't have air conditioning. The screen was loose and my cat was missing. I lived four stories up. And I eventually found him and he spent the next week in kitty ICU with a punctured lung. So he just bolted. So he the survived, window. but yeah, well he I think he bolted out 
where he he got out the window onto the the ledge on the outside. You know, they, they have those little brick ledges. Yeah. Uh, and then the screen, you know, collapsed back in because he wasn't forcing it out anymore. But it didn't go in; it only went out. So he couldn't get back in and eventually fell off. That's my that's my forensic theory. It's a bummer. He probably jumped off because cats, when they're stuck somewhere for a while, they eventually just yeah, just you know, go for it. gave up, jumped for it. Um, yeah, he like that was an, one of the other most panicky moments of my life. That fucking cat, man. I miss that cat. Cuddly cat. Yeah. He was great. He would sleep on my head. I had like <laughs> I had like a kind of like little bald patch from where he'd constantly lick it. That's weird. <laughs> really? Yeah. I yeah, had like just I've like one Joe part of my hair was like really is, short. Snoogs up to her. Yeah, he likes me best. I love my new cat. He now also, by the way, sleeps on my head. Same sort of thing. So your cat maybe you have a really hot head. Maybe your cat almost sent. So what do you get for being the one percent? Meg to the or did send Meg to the hospital? Smee the cat. Yeah. What's up with the cat's a menace? It's it's weird because ninety nine percent of the time you can do whatever to the cat. The cat's fine. You can like smush him, put his face all over your face. But sometimes when he's like. Worked up into a little frenzy, and his tail's gone all puffed. You c- you can't touch him. Yeah, he, l- he lashes out. Wait, so wait, yeah. so wait, how did that send her to the hospital? He she got bit. What do you think happened, Chris? Well, I, 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 she also didn't get to the hospital. I she saw just, the cat in that heart attack. She just went to a. <laughs> she just went to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she just got bitten and had to take antibiotics because uh. it's infection. Cat's mouths. <laughs> cat gross. pulled a knife. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bernie, did you ever ask the question about the ACT? Or that yeah, was it. That was the cat jumping off. The oh, stuff. really? That's yeah. the extent of it. You over there drunk? Probably. <laughs> I told you it wasn't a good story. I just I was telling you in context. So I thought cats. this was gonna have something to do with like testing and scores or whatever, not not cats. The cat, I mean, cat's honestly, mouth. the it's um so the the question you asked earlier was a way better question. What the, was the uh, question I asked earlier? The perfect test question. It read like a math test. Oh, the which was an article. Of the, the stuff of the butt. Yeah, stuff yeah, on uh, the butt. That was the gold nugs. Are we covering what we talked about earlier in the podcast? <laughs> Why are we doing that? Don't Here's you remember, the recap. Bernie, don't you remember we talked about this? <laughs> so what were you going to say about the ACT? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Can't handle this. And no more of this, Gavin. Oh, there's Meg's hand. Look at those all puffed up like his tail. Yeah. Uh. So you can keep it? You can get bitten by a cat if it's just playing. As soon as a cat isn't playing, it will bite like five times harder than it ever has before. Yeah. And it will just go, they're incredibly powerful jaws. Kids do that like too. Like alligators. Yeah. Kids? Oh my God. Little kids, they bite you. They got those little sharp razor teeth, those little baby teeth. Man, they'll fuck you up. Who bit you? My kids have bitten me. Been bitten by other kids. Times all the time. <laughs> I, no, no children are biting me. But was I don't this, hand, in, uh, I don't was this in public bathrooms? Oh, Michael Jones is having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get bit by that baby probably? Nah, I'd be fine. Did I, maybe, I, I, was, I was talking to you about it. It's like, it's weird because it's like, I remember when I met Lindsay. I remember when I met Michael. I remember when they met each other. I remember when they started dating. When they got, married. They got married. Now they've got a little thing. It's crazy. You know? <laughs> they've got a little thing. <laughs> Michael, Michael and Lindsay's little thing. Well, it is, it's probably is. It's probably what, bean-sized right now? It's a little nug. It's like basically... Right. Just, yeah, it's like a butt puck. <laughs> I don't pay attention to that stuff until it's all done. I mean, the, the end process. What are you going to do? I mean, if you know how big it is, how does that help you? You know what the worst thing is about a small baby? Slash tiny child. I'm Once. sorry. What's the worst thing? Because all I can think of is, oh my god, thank god my vagina. Well, I mean, I was just going aside from being bitten by a child. I think the same thing. <laughs> aside from being bitten, tiny fingers. I was once wrestling with my young cousins, and uh, <laughs> he was like grabbing, and his finger went so <laughs> far up my nose, and he had to, for some reason he had jam on his finger. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure he almost touched my brain. Like there may be some jam on the front of my brain because it, I, I, I was like, oh, oh God, it just felt so horrible. Like nothing had ever been that high. I was like, oh, <laughs> gross. It was gross. I don't recommend How it. How far do you think you could put your finger up your nose? Uh, well, my nose probably pretty far because my giant nostrils. Little finger. You go like, I don't know. It's like as soon as, as, soon as <laughs> you start a game touching, you want to play. When you start touching wetness, you you want to stop. It's right right away, isn't it? I mean, uh, I guess not. Get a little get a little barrier there. <laughs> got, a little, got, got the DMZ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, the thing about kids is, I'm really interested to see what happens with you guys. Now that Michael and Lindsay are going to have a baby, because I will say this: I don't. You hear a lot about millennials. There are people who are like millennials, this millennials, that, 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 that. The one thing I have to say that that does genuinely concern me about people in your age group is how most of you don't like or want kids, and it might just be the fact that we work in entertainment. So I'm just around a bunch of you know twenty somethings that have different goals, but. When I was like 28, most of my friends were like starting families and everything. Cool. And you guys are like, no fucking way. I mean, I'm not opposed to the idea of it entirely, but it's like, I'm not going to force it. Do you, ever well, think I mean, be, well, <laughs> do you ever think about how old your parents were <laughs> when they had, right now? Chris, wow. <laughs> what was that Some fucking minefield you just walked into. <laughs> it's like literally like we're all sitting on the edge of a minefield and Chris just stopped on a beach. There's a sign with a skull and crossbones and we're all just watching with beers going. <laughs> See how he gets out of this fucking one. Well, Brandon just got married. If he's gonna, I bet he'll have like, you know, things. <laughs> how was the wedding? The wedding was crazy. Why was it crazy? It was the I, okay in college. I used to film weddings <laughs> as like a job, as another job. Mm -hmm. okay? uh, and so I saw a lot of weddings. This was the nicest, most craziest wedding I've ever been to. I heard it was intense. They were like, they they had dan like like dancing robots that showed up at one point at like three a.m. They're like upping the ante at three a.m. They're like, oh yeah, we haven't busted out the dancing robots. It's 3 a.m. Let's bring them up. Barbara was telling me that when life? you would get a drink and you'd get to the bottom of the drink, there would be someone there immediately to swap out your yes. drink with a new glass. And they, speaking of new glasses, thanks to Warby Parker for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Warby Parker makes high-quality, stylish frames for prescription glasses. Awesome glasses. Start at $95. Compared to similar quality boutique brand frames that sell for $300 and more. Warby Parker also has a free home try-on program that's very cool. You go to their website, choose five pairs of frames, and then send them, excuse me, and they send them to you so you can try them on and decide which ones that you like best. You can go to warbyparker.com slash roosterteeth right now to see some of Gus's favorite frames. Why Gus's? Why am I reading this? If Gu Look at that! He's got his name on the website and everything. Go there and see it. I'm going to see what Gus likes. He likes the Amis. He likes the Bowen. I, I secretly hope he has my glasses on there. And he doesn't know that he put them on there. The Burke. I think those are my glasses. Go down again. Can you go down? The Burke. I think I think Gus selected my glasses. <laughs> the one, he's in love with he's, me. He thinks you're very stylish. All right. So if you want to see Gus's favorite glasses, go to warbyparker.com slash roosterteeth right now to see some of Gus's favorite frames and also see some low bridge fit options like the ones his wife Esther likes. You can easily start your own home try-on program today. Get free three-day shipping on your final frame selection. That's warbyparker.com slash I'm going to that after this to see what the hell frames Gus picked. Sorry, that was a perfect segue, so I had to interrupt you. Go ahead. The, 
so okay as far as like the wedding and like they kept escalating it they at one point brandon like you know they're the guy the mc or whatever's saying something in spanish and i don't know what's going on and brandon's like I need to find, it's like, he tells me, he's like, I need, I need, uh, I got, I need like three or four of you guys to do something. I don't know what we're going to do. So he, he, me, Blaine and Josh and Aaron and Brandon, we get in the thing. We're like, what are we doing? So I don't know. I don't know. They just told me to pick my, some friends. We're doing that. And all of a sudden, uh, they cut off the music and they clear the dance floor. It's like 400 people at this wedding. Jeez. Clear a big circle. And they're like, you guys are doing a dance competition Ugh. with the professional breakdancing troupe over there. There's a professional breakdancing They troupe? hired a breakdancing troupe. No, they were guests. No, 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 no. Because, no, no, no. They weren't. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. And and so then it's like a thing. It's like we they, they one of them would come out and do flips and like spin around. One of them put a helmet on so he could spin on the floor on his head. And that's then we awesome. And then they were like, then one of us had to get out. And That's not, it's not that. It's not that. But. Uh, <laughs> no, he, he was, that was a. They were showing an image. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did you get out there and bust some? Uh, yeah, yeah, I just hum- air humped. <laughs> Solid, I, move, Chris. No, 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 no. Here's so the deal. So who burning. won? We, I assume we did. Um, <laughs> Good call. It was a thing where it's like there was no way we were gonna actually com- like compete competitively. You so could have done the thing where you kick and spin on your back around. Like you could have done like that cool Irish dance. Thing no, with you your keep feet. talking yeah, about it. as if I know how to do it. Do yeah. what? Do the do the thing do you're do saying. Do There's yeah. a space right there. Go do it. Well, you need a soft. You need like a shiny floor. <laughs> this one, I'm pretty sure, uh, has been sweeped recently because it we was shine a, the floor <laughs> so Gavin can do it. But it, it was one of, it's like there's no way we're going to compete competitively, so we have to do stupid dances to like uh, try, you know, like. Well, and you're but, single, trying to I assume get some that night. Yeah. All right. So, you, so, so this home. is I the way you do. <laughs> but yeah? yeah, from one of the guests. Well, no, no, I didn't. Have nothing. Did you bring somebody with you? No. So you went there single. Yes. It's a smart move. Going yeah. to wedding single, smart. Right up until the moment you air hump. Yes, until you air hump in front of 400 people, and then all of a sudden, it's not as smart. Let, you, Ashley, you've been a single lady at a wedding. Is it like, are you like, oh my God, is it like a very romantic environment? You know, I'm going to be honest, it depends on the age. There was a, a point where I was like, I should get married. And like, that was the sentiment, not like, who like who do I want to be with for the rest of my life? It was like, I should just I have should a wedding. Just get <laughs> it's interesting having a wedding and being married, right? Yeah. I should have a wedding. So you know after that you're going to be married, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So I, like, I've absolutely been at that age where you'd go to a wedding and just like you'd get wedding crazy. Now I'm like, where, where's the bar? And the food, and then like you see the bouquet coming and you run the other way. Yeah. I Punch it. My whole thing with that is like, I couldn't understand. I'm not shaming people random. for not wanting kids. <laughs> I got accused of shaming people. Is it? Well, no. Get, shame on you all. <laughs> Fucking shame on you. You're not even full humans if you don't want children. I'm just saying it's just one of the things I've noticed about millennials. As a group, they tend to not want to have kids. Well, it's also one of those things, too, where a lot of people are like living their own lives and enjoying them. And so that switch might come later. Not saying it will for everyone, but if it does, it seems like people are enjoying themselves longer. I don't know. I feel like the later you go in life and the f- further you get removed from your own childhood that you tend to want to go like experience childhood again or like you know be a proxy and have kids like you get more and more removed from that situation you know that's what i think so i, I think some of not wanting to get married is like more of our childhoods had divorced in them so we're like more like hesitant yeah you know like oh well you know i know but how the, that my generation is. was the same way 
Yeah. I mean, there's been a 50% divorce rate in this country since the 50s. I right. Think it's actually less People now. just didn't talk about it so much, I think. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. So what happened after you Well, that wouldn't prevent... Oh. That people still experienced it, so when they were growing up. After, as, no, I they didn't, Bernie. <laughs> didn't talk about it. I didn't even know my parents were divorced. They never mentioned it for 14 years. They would be really angry at breakfast <laughs> when dad would show up from the hotel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm interrupting your story. No, here. It's fine. Well, I mean, it, the, the anything was I couldn't understand. It's like why did why did they hire a pro- professional dancing? It was like it, it. I guess it was Brandon's uh, father-in-law was just like I'm gonna really embarrass Brandon and his friends. That's awesome. Like he just hired a dance team just to embarrass us. I mean, there's a lot He's of like, things yeah, you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wedding, but as long as it um, embarrasses <laughs> his friends. Well, there are a lot of things you can do worse than hiring a bunch of professional break dancers to be better at break dancing than your new son-in-law. Like there are a lot of other options, so that one is pretty humane. Hey, it was and fun. Funny. It was fun. It was a good. It was like a good, at the moment. It was terrifying. So were you were you trying to get some action, or were you just not really? Going I, you for know, it? I was like, not. That was not a. That was not a necessarily priority. It was just like have a good time. You mainly like white women. No. Wow. <laughs> it's a racist podcast. No. Trump's no. I, I. I. You know. I actually I like brunettes and darker. You know. I think yeah. Fair play. Yeah. So here's the question on the having kids thing. If you had a kid when you were your parents' age, when they had you, how old would your kid be? I'd be having kids right now. I would be minus two. my dad's age. I'd have an eight-year-old. I'm not old enough yet to have a kid. You'd have an eight-year-old? I'd yeah. have an eight-year-old. Crazy, right? Yeah, my dad I'd have had an eight-year-old me. God save... God, man, I feel bad for my mom. Like, if I had to deal with an, like, an eight-year-old that I made right now, I'd be like... You little shit. You deal with an eleven-year-old and fourteen-year-old on a regular basis, though. I probably well, yeah, I know, but they're like they're grown up and they're nice and they know how to play video games. I don't have to walk them through any of that stuff. They came, they came speaking English and toilet trained. Yeah, and chores. and with great manners, like you guys did awesome work with those boys. I know, but the chores thing is still like that's our big sticking point in the house. Where it's <laughs> like, hey, JD, go take the uh, go take the recycling out. Go take this out. Go do that. And he's like, he always tries to pawn it off on Teddy. It's like, <laughs> I, I mean, that, that is funneling money to. That Teddy. Is that the worst, the worst of it though? Like, you're doing all right. Like, is there like a program you can just send babies away to and then they come back as like awesome people? That seems to be a thing. A lot of people don't like that period <laughs> of of the babiness. Like when I saw uh, Brian Beam br- brought his, I don't know how old she is now, like two month old baby at this point, month old. He brought her to Extra Life. It was like, all I could do was like just walk up and be like, nah, 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 on yeah, her feet I, and I would think it would be like having a kitten, where it's like you just can't get enough of the kitten while it's a kitten. It's like, it's only going to be a kitten for a short amount of time. I love this little baby. Except that babies are babies for a lot longer than kittens are kittens. Which is why that's cool. Also, also kittens, like, you don't have to like wipe their ass. Go ahead. Because mm-hmm. they lick them. You don't? No, say so go ahead. I want to hear do, more about this. Well, yeah, well, kittens, uh, you don't have to wipe their ass, do you? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? No, you're not. Okay, yeah. I didn't think so. Although, and Ashley said the weirdest you can thing. sleep? What? Her dad had, she has a cat named Nutmeg, which is a Siamese cat. And Nutmeg is she's like. She's a good cat. She's a runt. She's a small cat. And she's kind of skinny, little small cat. Super cute. She's also super skittish when we first got her. But when we were going to get her, she was living with Ashley's dad. And she's like, I'm going to bring the cat. And I was like, oh, we're going to have two cats. Too much. Her big selling point about bringing nutmeg in was that she would lick Joe's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Okay, Joe does not properly maintain his butthole. Does he there sometimes is, have Grogan's? There is always uh, Grogan's. 
there's always like stuff there and I'm not gonna wipe the cat's butt because it's not a baby so and so instead he just like has we need like, it. We, it's these like the, little bits of stuff and I was like she will take care of that she's not gonna stand for it is that it. really bugging bug you a tiny little nug it absolutely bugs me it's, that it's, he just like has shit what you should do, though. hanging out of him at all times take your finger and flick water <laughs> on his anus so he licks the water off I just well, got a second cat what you're describing is like the old lady who swallowed a fly who got another pet to like eat. <laughs> right. Except and then you're going to end up with a human sit or not a human centipede. <laughs> a, human a, pet, centipede. a pet centipede all licking each other's butts. Trying to like, you know, but you're burying 14 have, people in the basement. They'll all have nice clean One of them had Grogan. <laughs> I, I miscalculated a little bit because it turns out that, well, she's a skittish runt and he's a bully. So instead she just cleans her own butts. So we now we have, the ratio is improved. And instead of zero out of one butts, we have one out of two butts are clean. Yeah, we get, we get our butt ratio went up. I really, I, I know it's not going to be hygienic, so I can't do it. I really want to put the entire kitten's head in my mouth. <laughs> well, you, you do a thing so, that I don't know anybody else who does it. You bathe your cat on a regular basis. What? Really? Yeah, every like couple of months. If he's getting, if he, if he's had a little spill in the litter box, <laughs> give him a. Bath. <laughs> They're self cleaning. You just get another cat. That's why you get a cat. <laughs> the cats, they just maintain. They just do all the stuff yeah, on their own. They, with they, with pet they shampoo. Look themselves in each other. With pet shampoo and a lovely bath, the cat has never smelled and been more fluffy. And See, he's I like, don't feel like they smell properly cat like then. And I don't think like cats, cats really don't smell stink. of anything though. Cats smell, right. I like when but cats the are second cold, you put that, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. Really, like they're cold when they come oh, out yeah. of the cold. And they smell. Oh, it's yeah. almost a little bit metallic. So you like the cold smell. You like the opposite of cat sweat. I like the opposite of cats. I like frozen cat sweat. I'm yeah. going record to saying I'm down with cat frozen chills. cat sweat. But there's there's something about like a cat shampoo that just seems to me I'm like I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, like we it. Had it seems not not appropriately cat like. Are you not supposed to do it? Um I think I, I think it's are. usually reserved for times where they get skunked or really muddy or disgusting, but I think normally their their body oil is supposed to See, I've given him, maintain them. I've themselves. given Smee maybe five baths, and it's usually like he's fallen in the toilet or he's just got some poo on him and I want to get it off. Yeah, I, mean, like, like, I wouldn't do it to just be like, well, I'm in the mood to bathe a cat because no one who's sane does that anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's just when there's like an issue, I'll deal with it. Yeah. It averages about Then once I think every it's called months. for. Yeah. You know, you can also get like uh, wipes for them. They're like. Yeah, it's just once a cat has wipes. has set foot in a toilet, I don't want to I don't want to smush the cat anymore. Well, so oh, I, wait, wash I the mean, cat. you know what? Honestly, I leave our toilet, toilet seats it. up so that the cats can get in the toilet. But that's gross because there's the, the poo and the butt mud that they're going to get on them. Well, I mean, okay, if there's skid marks in the toilet, yeah, it'll go down. But honestly, I like to have an emergency water source. And the cats really like drinking out of ceramics, so I just but let them go not, for it. But it's not clean for the paws. They have to stand in the bog hole to get to the water. Well, I mean, they, they're probably not going to put their actual paws in it. They're going to brace themselves. On the they're seat? Not at, they're not asking. You're a lunatic. Look, look, no, no, no. Their, their back feet go on the seat, yeah. and then they put their, their paws above the water line and brace themselves. Right, but that's in the poo zone. Look, as um, someone who has poo? actually taken a bath in the toilet, <laughs> I think it's fine. I think you're overreacting. Toilets are disgusting. There's like... Grossness. Mm. I mean, it's true, but let's be honest. Animals lick their own assholes, <laughs> or other right. animals' assholes. If <laughs> or yeah, like you know, ho you know, if you get lucky. Yeah. I, I don't usually pick up. <laughs> I don't usually pick up my cat by its tongue. Like I pick it up by the, the but you're not, you're not it doesn't lick your face. No. But it's been licking its butt and then licking the rest of its body. So like it's all there. I feel like there's enough steps in between that for me to be okay with it. If he stood there's in a toilet bowl. There's probably enough steps between the toilet bowl and that as well. I mean, unless he's standing on you when his paws are wet. 
It's happened. Why don't humans clean each really? other? Really? It's happened? Why why don't humans do what? Clean themselves with their tongues or each other. It's stinky. You know what's funny? I find I just I was thinking about this the other day where it's like if I have something, something gets on my back of my hand. I would never go like and lick the back <laughs> of my hand, but I would go like this and then rub it off. Because you want to use the spit, you just don't want to apply the spit with the bit that tastes. Right, but it's like, why am I licking my finger, which is way worse, and then rubbing and it on that. my hand, as opposed to just licking my Because you don't have to taste it. Whatever when you lick is, it, you have to taste it. Most of what I'm spilling, I'm eating, so it's like, I'm okay with that <laughs> yeah. anyway, I think. I can't think of the last thing I spilled on my hands. What you should do is just gob onto your hand. <laughs> if, you do a, if you do a raspberry, it's like an even spray. So, uh, we're gonna wrap this up, but, uh, I wanna cover some stuff from Twitter. Lachlan Rob. Also known as at the swink on you Twitter. More complaints about spending money? No, oh, okay. wanted to. No, but I did touch a nerve with the millennial thing. Sorry, I didn't mean. I wasn't calling anybody out for. I was just pointing I out a trend. Feel, I didn't feel called out. That 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 trend has obviously been verified by the number of people who are upset that I pointed it out. <laughs> um, I think though. I think though. I think his millennial, way, millennial is wrong. now a trigger word, right? Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Millennials of all people don't like being called millennials because there's so much variation in the current millennial generation. Because everyone's still so young and old Honestly, at both I think, ends, it's like I think I'm don't let me in with on them. the edge of that. If you're born in the eighties, yeah, I'm a solid Generation X. I think it's like eighty-five to like ninety-five is millennial. So okay, I so I, I, I missed it. Age eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> like what? No, Chris. How do you? Hello, centurions. Hello, kids. <laughs> it's just like at the at this point, <laughs> millennials are yeah, still young enough. Yeah, people have been around for. <laughs> It's vampires. It's only people who are a thousand years old. <laughs> Those are millennials. But he, he this uh, Lachlan Rob wanted us to know about the Ben Franklin discussion. It was Franklin's house in England before, I guess, he moved to the U.S. or, you know, he kept a house in England. It was Franklin's house in England. Anatomy schools were of dubious legality at the time, especially private ones. Let me point out. Private anatomy schools still very dubious <laughs> to this day. That we have not we have not progressed to the point where you can have a private anatomy school in your own Would house. You? <laughs> Unless you're like in Southern California in the valley. Then it's a totally different kind of anatomy. And as long as you film it, it's legal. All right, what else we got on here? Uh I had cousins that were divorced. This is from Sally Schmidt on Twitter. I had cousins that were divorced for nine years and no one knew. Not even their five children. <laughs> so that's a case where somebody didn't discuss it. Well, at some point, don't like it used to be a thing where you just like get the separate beds and you're like, even if you stay married, you're living your separate lives, you're only together for the kids or whatever because it's expected. So there was like divorce before even divorce was popularized. You just can't rail dudes at home, probably. Right. You have to go get the nice hotel for that. That's what I do with my dudes. We, go there. <laughs> we, uh, we we actually there was there was a, I've been through a divorce so I went through we went through a point where we did talk about that of like do you just want to like do you just want to stay together but not be married and like you know just or just like kind of like just work it out and just exist go forward until after the kids are grown it was like a, we had a very frank discussion about it and we both were we talked about it for a couple of days and then it was like no everybody was like no 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 that's a terrible idea everybody's everybody's done here so. It was, but it was a discussion that we had. I think that's a very practical part of it. I don't think a lot of people, though, when they reach the divorce point, I don't think a lot of people are very practical. I think that a lot of times they're just like nuts, you know. Not like, at this point, but for a long time, like divorce was so like it was a thing that like you didn't want to be divorced because then you were basically like undateable, unmarriageable. Yeah, but I'm saying like it's also keep in mind. I'm, I'm learning. Each other, I'm learning know? a lot of this from television. So. Oh, are you? Yeah. Never been divorced. Madman. 
I mean, only from cats. Not mm. yet. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm working on my first. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool to meet someone who's really young and divorced. <laughs> like someone who was 20 and divorced. That's cool. Is it? Uh, yeah. What? That's usually that's usually like young enough to be annulled because it's so early. Because you can't get married when you're like 16, I don't think. Well, it depends well, on I, the if state. I, if I was yeah. single and I met someone who was 25 and they were divorced, I'd be like, that's kind of cool. I would just assume that that's they were really bad experience. at making life decisions. Or, or, like, you know, like if, or I mean, if you're going to jump into something as serious as marriage and then that quickly be like, nope, I'm out. If they, what, not, what if they have kids? What if they're like, I'm 25, I'm divorced, and I have a kid? Because they obviously got married because they got pregnant. I knew somebody. Well, I, like I mean, you're generalizing, Chris. Well, no, no, no. Well, but I'm just saying, like, if someone gets married really young and has a kid, it's they're probably, like, related in... Related? St- statistically, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're probably related to the baby in some way. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> we get to keep its bones. The, um, <laughs> but I knew somebody who I actually know a couple of different people. I should clarify this for legal reasons. I've heard stories about people who know people, a couple different people, who were married to someone for a green card. They had married someone else. Like, they weren't trying to get a green card. They were American citizens, and they married someone they knew or had worked with in order to help them get a green card. And occasionally, they would have to, like, get together with this person for a weekend and act like a married couple and go around and do stuff to <laughs> prove that they were, they were actually married and in love. They were definitely married, which seems like a huge commitment to make to someone for a favor. And they'd have to stay married for like five or six years, and they'd have to just have to get together every like month and take pictures together to maintain their marriage relationship. I think it's really lovely. What's that? I think it's really lovely. That's a that's a very nice thing to do to someone. It's a super nice thing. Well, I always worry about the people that I knew saying, "What happens if you meet somebody you want to get married? You can't, and you're gonna have to explain to your significant other, oh, I can't get married because I'm married to this other person.' Whoa, let me me keep talking. You know what? (laughs) Explain. I'm pretty sure that's also happened on television. About people being married for green card stuff, for immigration stuff? Oh, yeah, and then they go to date someone, and they're like, I'm married, and they're like, oh, no, you don't understand. You know what? I think it was a romantic comedy. It was a movie. <laughs> Sounds, <laughs> like Friends. Sounds like a David Schwimmer thing on Friends. I don't know. I'm going to nah, look it up. I'm going to look it up, then I'm going to go watch that Something movie Something about what you said. Like, yeah, if you meet someone and they're married, but it's only like a married for whatever, for green card reasons, right? Right. Yeah, that's it. That's kind of... It's, Thanks, Chris. That's what I said. Yeah. Thanks for, t- thanks I, for well, filling me Well, you asked me... <laughs> <laughs> I was already, I stopped myself because you started saying what I was gonna say. I like the conversations on this podcast girl list. It's like oh, the conversations progressing. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh. <laughs> it's like the conversation flew off the pass or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say though. It's like if you're that if you're gonna commit to something like that, that's a big deal. That's like you know you're. I'm sure they didn't get a prenup or anything like that. Who it's knows? Very kind oh, and legal move. Yeah. The 1990 romantic comedy Green Card, starring Andy McDowell and Gerard Depardieu. 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 He was a dreamboat. He was also in My Father the Hero. Dude, that movie would dreamboat? have a hard... He would... Gerard Depardieu? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? He, like, he was... Did you ever see My Father the Hero? It was really funny. It would never be able to come out now because it was like... He was divorced and then he um, he had his daughter and took her on vacation. Yeah. Um, you know, and she's, oh, she's like 15, 16. And she like met like a bunch of people and was trying to impress them and so told them that like he was her older lover. Oh, wait. I feel like I've seen this. And so then all the people Where's start the treating him weird. And there are... There are all these com- comedic misunderstandings, like when he goes and sits down at the piano at the resort and starts singing um, "Thank Heaven for Little Girls." Oh my god! It's amazing. It could never come out now, but it's really wonderful. 
Could come out because of the uh, age difference thing or the incest thing. I just think like uh, like that sort of comedy is just poorly. It's poorly received now. All right, well, we're gonna we're, we're gonna Filth. close it off here and go to the post show. But uh, I, I I had something I was watching uh, Walking Dead last night's episode of Walking Dead, and I I heard something I never thought I'd hear on television on network television. It was another character telling somebody else, "I just slipped my dick down your throat," and you said thank you. And then her head caved in. I was like, her skull "What was in so the weak. fuck?" That's like, I would not expect that to be said. Like, sometimes they get away with like, "Oh shit," or "You're an asshole." It's like, yeah, I can see how they get away with that. But this was like, that was extremely graphic. I think the last image. episode was the first time they used the c word and the f word without censorship in what? on television. What show? Did I they think use? it was Walking Dead. Walking they used the c word. Mm-hmm. Can't say that on TV. Apparently, you can because they did it. Woof. Yeah, they really pushed the boundaries. Words. Over there. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Rushith Podcast. As Gavin mentioned earlier, uh, if you want to participate in the Extra Life raffles, you still have time to do that. Gavin, do you know the URL to, to which to send people? I think it's rushith.com slash donate or something, is it? I believe is that, that right? you are correct. And if you want to find out more information on how you can do that, there's lots of cool stuff associated with it. I want to thank everybody who watched Extra Life this weekend and who donated. We raised a record amount of money. We're still tallying, I think, the posters and everything, but I want to say... Uh, it was when we finished the whole thing. They estimated it was about eight hundred fifty thousand dollars total, and oh. I want to say it was like that puts the pressure on for next year, doesn't it? It really, it's really close, we right? Get the million now. Well, I think I think Jack was saying earlier that he wanted to have five hundred thousand dollars donated on the stream, and we got almost seven hundred thousand dollars. We left we left around midnight, and it had already passed five hundred. It was really amazing. I know that in the time that I stopped watching it at home and arrived at the set, it had jumped by like 40,000. Yeah. It's just, it was insane how fast it was going. And a lot of people hold back on donations because, like, big ones to sabotage you and Michael to do crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, you, guys Jack got, figured, you guys got shot a lot of times. Well, Jack's made it so that for every leet donation, 1,337, would be one paintball fight at us. And I think Jack worked out that with all of the larger donations, too. We got hit by about $70,000 worth of paintballs. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. That's really funny. Well, thank you to everybody. Uh, all that money goes to uh, Extra Life and then locally here in Austin. It benefits the Dell Children's Hospital. Uh, Jack and Katie do such an excellent job organizing all that. The broadcast co- crew who was here for 24 hours this week. you guys. I can't were, believe you're here today. You guys were here 25 hours the previous week because of daylight saving time, right? Over on the weekend. So second, like all-nighter plus They've pulled two weekends in a row, and they're back here again. So, hey, applause for the broadcaster. You guys are awesome. And thanks for watching the Rushi Podcast. Uh, Gus should be back next week unless he's in Australia doing whatever the fuck he's doing. So we'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. 